didn't even provide for one fucking kid, you fucking idiot. Well, now I'm get, beginning to see why he left. Fucking right in the pussy! And there's a guy, Tom, you're gonna love this name. His name is, um, he calls himself Turd Flinging Monkey. I thought you'd appreciate that. Ah. <laughs> That's a good one, right? I do like it. <laughs> He's got a lot of videos. The emotional thinking just is too strong. That's why women shouldn't vote. They're just children. Welcome to the Turd Flinging Monkey Show. I am your host, Turd Flinging Monkey. And Fred Boat is really loud. I need to turn that down. Hold on. That's my fault. Oh, God. No, it's... What's up, everyone? Right. Hey, okay, guys. So... How are you doing? <laughs> so, here's what happened. Like... What? Oh, here we go. What? I thought your shit was squared away. It... No, here's what happened. Let me explain. So, the other day... I was having trouble, like, the start menu for Windows 10. Like, I'd click it, nothing would happen. I'd double-click stuff on my taskbar, and nothing would open. And so I went into settings, and I wanted to basically refresh my Windows installation. I just wanted Windows to basically override... I, I thought something was wrong with some of my Windows folder. So I'm like, okay, just reinstall Windows and override the Windows folder. But I, I specifically chose the option where you keep your settings and your files and all. I just wanted Windows being refreshed. And it got rid of my OBS, my voice meter banana, my Steam. Everything was gone. So I had to spend... I was up till 3 in the morning last night rebuilding my OBS, rebuilding voice meter banana. <laughs> like, it was... Uh, yeah. So, yeah. There's, there's going to be some hiccups along the way just from shit that just... You know, I forgot. Oh, see, like, I forgot the timer. Let me get the timer going. I, I reinstalled a lot of stuff, but I haven't. Right. Let me get the timer. There we go. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. The fact that you were able to build everything, because, I mean, I know what you do behind the scenes, and holy shit, you have a lot of stuff to handle. So the fact that you were able to get it even this far is pretty awesome. And it oh. looks like you actually got the overlay fixed. Yeah, the overlay's fixed. I also added uh, black outlines to all the text on the screen so it's easier to read on a light background. So I actually did make some changes and some improvements while I was in the process of rebuilding it. But yeah, that was uh, quite a, an adventure. Also, all my Steam games are gone and I have to reinstall all of them. So unfortunately, I didn't have any Steam games ready to go. Um, so we're going to be playing some feminist consent browser games. We're going to learn about consent awesome. from a it's a place oh called God. jennifer jennifer ann's group so, oh we're, we're not going to play oh, depression quest no 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 let's see there's this thing called jennifer <laughs> ann's group video games about consent consent games for students so there's four games there's stuck in a dark place crossing boundaries how to blorble bobble and adrift and i have no idea how terrible these games are going to be they're probably going to be absolutely horrible, like Depression Quest, Love as a Dog shit. <laughs> That's okay, so, we could MST3K them. <laughs> they're right, so this is going to be entertaining, or it's going to be it's gonna be either the most entertaining TFM show ever, or it's going to be the least entertaining TFM show ever. We're going one way or well, the other. Either way, there's going to be a lot of triggering. 
Right. right. We should make sure that like when you actually get to the point where you have to answer questions, we should do like a straw poll and let the audience participate. Should, like, oh, you know, they, ever, they, like, they added decision. a they added a widget where I can use like a I could spin a wheel. But it's like it's more for nice. prizes and stuff like that. I don't really want to fuck with it because it's it's pretty complicated. But you could set it up like you could set up like the Animaniacs and do like the Wheel of Morality. <laughs> wheel of Morality. <laughs> Moral number four: Always right. eat sweets corn before anal. There you go. See, cat. Cautionary tale. It's moral number four. You know, here's. I actually want to bring this up because we're not going to talk about this on the TFM four twenty show. So, August Ames, who you might be a fan of, she's a porn star. Uh, she killed herself recently because she didn't want to do an anal scene with a bisexual male actor, and I think the sweet corn challenge would have saved her life. I think if she would have gotten comfortable with the idea of a shit-covered dick inside of her, then she wouldn't have, you know, refused to do the scene. The uh, the other bisexual and, and gay actors wouldn't have bullied her, and she wouldn't have killed herself. So I think just like we have the ice bucket challenge for ALS, I think we need the sweet corn challenge to help fight, um, you know, anal sex phobia, because it can save lives. The sweet corn challenge can <laughs> save lives. Uh, and you might be a GoFundMe campaign going on, or maybe you might now you might be wondering what how. How do you do the sweet corn challenge? Here's what you do. You have someone eat nothing but sweet corn for about 48 hours. And then you have anal, but there's no poop in their butt because all they've had is sweet corn. So it's basically like fucking a a can of sweet corn. So there's no poop. It's just sweet corn. So, you know, for like a... We could do like a reenactment where I just take like a, a dildo and just fuck a can of sweet corn and you can see what I'm talking about. But that's basically it. And then because you're not getting any shit on your dick, you can then like just kind of like, you know, cross it off your bucket list and then you won't have to fear it so much. It'll be, you know, like a like immersion therapy. I can't believe we're having this conversation, but a woman is the- dead, cat. <laughs> August Ames is dead. A woman has died. Wait, so I, cha- me, I challenge you. I sweet corn challenge you. You need to take the sweet corn challenge for August. No. It's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> how many? How many more? How many more have to die, cat? How many more yeah, have to die really... before you'll take the sweet corn challenge? It, it's an anal cautionary tale. Dead thoughts before I try the sweet corn challenge. <laughs> but I, I mean, oh, obviously, man. I didn't know who she was. Um, I felt that you know she's well within her right to do her research on who, who other, you know, who the people she's working with are fucking. And uh, if she doesn't want to do anal with some dude that's, you know, clearly high risk, then, yeah, I, I, I agree with her. I think, yeah, fuck that. Right, you fuck that, it, exactly. You're not sticking it in my butt. Well, no, you're not sticking it in the butt. I didn't, that came out wrong. You're sticking it in the butt. No. That's, oh, all right. Wait, DJ, you want to make me on bottom? Wait, DJ, help me out here. <laughs> like, I mean, obviously, you're a fan of the whole butt thing as well. But come on, let's look at this. Well, here, here's a, well, let me. Okay, logically, let me, let's get in. Like, let me let me actually weigh in because nobody's actually right. asked my opinion or what I feel about anal right. sex. I'm gonna start with the consent woman. game while you while you do that. Oh wait, I get All to make right. my own so, character. Hold on, dude, we gotta help me customize my character. So I get to choose the. All right, hold on. I'll look at the hair screen. color, and skin color. 
Well, the hair color has to be some, like, off-color, like a poisonous animal. Uh, there's, like, a dark kind of bluish-gray. Yeah, uh, that's but, good. Right. And we gotta make her... it says mentally unhealthy, like, bluish-gray. You gotta right. make her, like, an SJW. Oh, so we gotta make her super white. Like, the whitest yeah. girl ever. Yeah, whitest so, of white. Yeah. Well, why than Celestino? Or she could be, like, Shaquanda and be, like, super black. Uh, they don't, the they, white, she's white, not white black skin. enough. Uh, no, she's got to be like black as midnight, like where she looks like she hasn't been unlocked yet. <laughs> right. Okay. So okay. we. They, well, maybe they, that's what they happens don't have later. That. Maybe. Right. Maybe. So we'll just go super yeah. white. Hey, right. dude. Super oh, no, white. Sorry, super white. Looking at the hair color. Sorry, my bad. No, yeah. Can you okay. change your hairstyle? Uh, no. Like this, have a shaved head. No, it's just this is a shitty browser game. You're giving it way too much credit. Oh, she's in prison. Oh shit! It's orange is new black. I like it. Hey. Oh, they're gonna scissor. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> Fucking... Night at the clam bake. Here's what happened. Oh, I get the top bunk, bitch. <laughs> now get over here and lick my pussy. Right. That's that's exactly what they said. I'm sure it's exactly what it said. So I don't actually have, like, an issue with anal sex. It's not, like, my total bag. But, like, if she was into it, I'm like, yeah, okay, that's, that's you know, right. we'll figure it out. Obviously, there's a couple caveats there. You know, obviously, if I if I look at it, you know, I have to say hi to Mr. Brown Eye because she's not very hygienic. We're not having anal sex. Mm, but, you know. Okay. There you go. But, yeah, I mean, it's like, I'm not opposed to it, but it's not, like, my actual thing. So... Okay, but what what about your, your, what do you think of her making a stand, you know, standing against anal sex and saying, listen... If you're putting it in someone else's butt, a dude's butt, then, you know, maybe we, me and you aren't going to get together. But it's I'm, not going to happen. But I think in a personal relationship, I agree with you completely. Um, again, because well, the, of what I know of STDs. But I will say yeah. this, though. Hold on, Most hold on. guys hold on. who... Tongue punch reborn. in the fart box, cat. Go ahead. Tongue punch in the fart box. Tongue punch in the fart box. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll pass on that. All right. Well, I draw the line at the tongue punch in the fart the tongue, box. Tongue punching the fart box. That's, <laughs> yeah. She sounds really uh, quiet. I don't know why. Hmm. So I, I think that when it comes to like porn, though, the problem is is that most porn actors, when they got into porn, they had to go and do gay porn first because there weren't enough positions in straight porn. Right. Oh, oh, she, she's having a flashback. Oh, it's it's a subway groping. <laughs> nice. Someone is grabbing my butt. Oh, I. Oh, this is the consent game, isn't it? Move away, really. <laughs> move away this time. Push him back. Say something at least. Scream. Move already. Just don't stay there. Do something. Come on. Scream. Oh, she's what? She just. <laughs> so she stood there oh, on a subway, and someone grabbed her butt. That's and she's, she's in prison. Doing it. She's in prison. She's in prison. Okay, like she. This is her flashback of how she got to prison. Some guy grabbed her butt on a subway, and she didn't say anything. Did she like turn around and like go on a killing spree? <laughs> Probably. Like what the fuck? Get away from yeah. me, you creep. She had a bad side effect of birth oh control god. kills and went on a knife spree on everybody. Right. Oh my god! It's like you know what? And it, it's like a really crowded <laughs> subway too. Like who fucking cares? Right. Right. Yeah, but if it was a personal relationship, yeah, absolutely, I would be like, uh, yeah, I'm good. I'll pass. No, but the thing, uh, what, I think, what she, where she was coming from, was uh, she did her research on the guy. Turns out that he was, you know, he was into really high risk behavior, 
and obviously he swung both ways. So she was like, oh no, I'm not going to do this with this dude. Um, high risk behavior. She's a porn star. Yeah, she's a, a porn star. Her career is a high risk high, behavior. High risk, okay, mm. high risk behavior in his personal life, as I said. But that was a thing that that's why she didn't want to go w- through with it because obviously okay. she didn't know she you know all those sort of HIV tests and it, it's it's redundant if you know these dudes are getting it and then doing some crazy shit after when they've passed it. But anyway, oh my god, this game sucks. Right. Like the characters don't move. It's literally just a static image with words, and you have to click an arrow. It, it's like the world. It's like a shitty visual novel. But like at least with the visual novel. The little anime characters change their expression. These are expressionless figures. Like, it's like the world's laziest visual novel. So it's basically like a feminist where they just don't have any facial expressions. Nothing is happening. They're just standing there and words are happening. And, and, yeah. And the question. That's all bad. And the, the, the choices are meaningless. Like, okay, so they were talking. Here are my, my choices. I can say, you want to know why I'm angry? Or, do you? You get it now? Like, no matter what I click, it's just going to progress the dialogue. Nothing's going to... It doesn't change anything. There's no good or bad response. It's the illusion of choice. And these two women talking aren't doing anything. Like, their their expressions aren't changing. Wait a minute, changing. wait a minute. Their this, is a, this is a consent game that only gives illusion of choice? <laughs> does, does anybody else see the that's, irony here? That, that's, oh, shit. She's having another flashback. She's having a, two flashbacks about being groped on a subway. Like, who fucking cares? Okay, now I'm playing a, like a I, match I, game. You know what? I stay wanna, there. No, I, don't I, move. Just let him. I don't him. know how she. Don't say anything. Like, first of all, this is fucking retarded. Okay, if someone's grope, if someone's molesting <laughs> you on a subway that's super fucking crowded, there's going to be so many white knights that are going to spring to action. She's acting like, oh, just let him. Don't say anything. Don't do anything. Just, you know, let him fondle you. Like, if, if you let someone fondle you, and you don't say anything or do anything, when there's people all around you, my suspicion is you like it. Like, you're clearly into it <laughs> if you're not saying anything, and there's people all around you ready and willing to help. Well, I'm looking at the fucking screen. I know it's lagging, but it's yeah. like everything says don't do anything. Why it's like it? you're trying to indoctrinate these. Yeah. Right. They're trying to tell every these women, oh, don't do no, anything. What, what they're trying to do is like they're they're trying to make her feel like she was helpless and she's a victim and she has no agency. So That's when retarded. you're on a when you're on a crowded subway, and there's cameras on the subway, there's security on the subway. Right. Like. Right. They, they don't you don't you don't just get groped and just be like oh well yeah you like you like my titties. It's right, 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 right. I mean, I like, so what did you do today as he's, like, filling you up? Yeah, no, I bet. I wonder. This is going to end one of two ways because she's in prison. This is all flashbacks. She's either going to go on a killing spree of, like, men. She's going to be like, I hate all men because someone touched me on a subway. She's going to murder random men. And then she's going to be like, but I'm the real victim because someone touched me on a subway. Or... They're going to paint this completely unrealistic picture where, like, she goes to jail for, like, not being believed and she's a victim and everyone's supposed to feel sorry for her. So we're either going to have, like, the, the feminist wish fulfillment ending or we're going to have the unrealistic my patriarchy ending. So I'm kind of curious how she actually gets to prison. We're going to find out. I'm on the edge of my seat. How this oh, fucking shitty consent game ends. You know, maybe she, like, uh, didn't give someone else consent. Maybe she, like, was, you know, uh, the game groomed her to be, like, an abuser, and she, like, scissored without consent. 
Maybe. Or maybe she was she was raped so much that she just became a rapist. Hold on, Celsius right. has something to say. They they do. Um <laughs> they they make sex dolls that are I think the smallest they make them is like a hundred centimeters, which is like super small. They're basically like yeah, they're like Barbie dolls, like fuckable Barbie dolls at that point. But yeah, they make sex dolls that are tiny, and they're really cheap because obviously, the, you know, less material, lower price. I'm not into the whole fuckable Barbie doll though. I, I need something that like feels like a real woman, right? Because I mean, I have pocket pussies and stuff. I, you could you could just get a pocket pussy and you could like glue arms and legs to it. <laughs> they make pocket pussies that have little go. boobies on them for some reason. There I don't know go. why. Maybe you can get a pocket pussy and attach it to, like, a Mr. Potato Head. There you go. Well, you know, there was a, a picture. Basically, this guy had a little anime body pillow, and he put one of those doggy-style asses on the body pillow, kind of make made a ghetto sex doll. So you can do that. Honestly, right. though, you're just... There was some guy that stole a bunch of sex dolls over in Australia. <laughs> I know. I did. I, I saw that on Twitter. I was like, we have a Grand Theft waifu. I repeat, we have a Grand Theft waifu. <laughs> Yeah. He went he went straight for the sex doll too. Like he he knew like he had a van, he broke into the, right. the, the sex toy company, stole the sex doll, made off with the sex doll. So I have a sneaking right. suspicion that he ordered the doll and then like I don't know, like it was being financed and he couldn't get it. So he was basically selling it in his store and then he decided to liberate his waifu. He's like, We're going to Mexico, right. honey, don't worry. <laughs> Yeah, and it was funny, too, because, like, they showed the van, and the van looked like a Tribo van. Wow. Sorry, guys, I'm just working towards something, and then we'll what? get on with the show. That's fine. That's fine. What? So, this yeah, game... I even got my first... is horrible. This game has a fucking word search. As... <laughs> as gameplay. I'm... Oh, God. I'm playing a word search in a video game about sexual consent. Did you consent? I did not. I did not consent <laughs> for a word search. Yeah. This is not. A word search is a bridge too far. This is. I mean, I, the shitty visual novel gameplay with characters that didn't fucking move at all. I mean, goddamn. That was bad enough. But now I'm playing a goddamn word search. This actually makes Depression Quest look like a real game. Uh, this is, I, I we were I was joking about like this being as bad as Depression <laughs> Quest. I didn't think it was actually going to be as bad as Depression Worse. Quest. Yeah. Fuck. Why can't? Oh my god. And you know what? I bet these fuck these are all like these are the these women in STEM who made this god awful game, got all <laughs> kinds of awards and grants, and this is sure. th this is fucking dog shit. I'm playing a goddamn word search. This is unacceptable. Crazy. This this is what. So apparently, somebody said Celestina's voice is not coming through in the video. Just FYI. Her voice isn't coming through. Yeah, John Vent said that he's not hearing the voice. Let me do a test. Hold on. Do. Why well, don't you lose your place in the word search? No, I don't. Fuck. It's not even timed. That would. <laughs> That would I know, require I fucking how to some programming skills to actually input a gameplay. Okay. Okay, I can hear the. Okay, she's really quiet. 
I can see. The, okay, let me let me turn her up. Right. Let me see if I can turn. Not quite for me. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn her up in OBS. Let's see. DJ, it, was that was that was that not loud enough for you? No, I'm gonna. I, I'm yeah, gonna, I didn't have a problem with it. It was people inside the. Right. Uh, let me let me turn it was her people up. in the chat. I'm gonna turn her up. Uh, let's try five decibels. Um, a little quiet. It's better though. Let me turn it up a little bit more. All right, seven decibels. All right, now I can hear that. Can it, everybody hear her? I turned her up seven decibels. Because everybody here, um, do they... it says nothing yet. No nothing, sound. No sound. Oh well, guess what? We're gonna have no sound. Celestine will have to shut the fuck up the stream. I, we'll figure I it hear out next it. time. I see it in OBS. You hear it, but it's not streaming. But it's maybe it's not streaming correctly. It's in OBS though. Why is it not? I know. I know. I know. I know. It is, just let okay, it go. I can, I can we'll see figure it spiking. It I I know. Just let the let the tism go. Just let it wash over you. It's fine. Go back to this really involved word search. I need the chicken nugger. <laughs> this game is horrible, man. I'm like looking at it going, holy uh, shit. Well, I'm not even playing it now. I'm like, what the fuck happened to the audio? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well. It is what it is. Hmm. Yeah, this week has been ridiculously busy. Holy shit, it's been ridiculous. Right. Okay, let me try. Let me do a couple more tests. I'm gonna see if I could nip this in the bud. Uh, TFM is testing it, so if you guys can't hear him, that's what's going on. Just FYI. Yep, no. dumpster fire confirmed, Jagaba. No, this was not supposed to be a dumpster fire. Well, there you go. Too late. No love. No. Dumpster fire it is. No. I know, and you were so expecting to like play this AAA game, right? Uh, what? <laughs> right. No, it is what it is. All right, can everybody hear TFM? Okay, let's just try that. Make uh, sure. Okay, let the match. I don't know. Okay, all right. I She's don't know. Funny. I have no She's idea. Funny. I can hear. Her. I can see OBS. I can see her. I can see everything. I don't know why the output is not. Catching okay, it. they all hear you, they hear me, they hear the important things, so let's move forward. Okay. Okay. She'll sorry. just have to shut the fuck up for sorry the stream. For it happened. Yeah. It, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I thought we tested it before the show and people said it, they heard it, so. Yeah. Never. Well, you know, it's fucking OBS. Whatever. It is what it is. Okay. I gotta play my uh, my word search. Exactly. Play my word search. Play the word search. You don't get, yeah. You see, and that's the thing. Like, you would think that there would be like some timing or like you know, like a timer or something to increase the stress. But you know, they probably don't do that for the people that have like PTSD well, or something. Well, right. I mean, these are people who fucking couldn't fit the, finish the tutorial level of Cuphead. Right. So, <laughs> right. you know, this would kick their fucking ass if they tried to play it. Exactly. Hey, so I was talking with somebody on Twitter the other day, and. um I think it was actually yesterday this morning. Like I said, I, I don't know. I haven't been able to get much sleep lately. I've been so busy. And uh, the day's been kind of blending. Um, they were actually frustrated. So apparently there was somebody on Twitter who got ghosted. And she was pretty upset about it. Because I guess apparently the, the guy was like, 
they were talking about relationship and they started getting serious and he just disappeared out of the blue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, well, you know, obviously I, mean, I didn't realize he had just like, like pretended that it was going to be a relationship and ghosted, but I was of the opinion that, you know, you, he didn't let the relationship get very far and then he ghosted. And so I, you know, told him, look, you know, people ghosted because, you know, feminism destroyed the social contract between men and women. And of course the white knights showed up and uh, they started like in on the whole, oh, people who ghost are cowards and this and that. So I said that I would actually bring it up sort of in the beginning of the stream. So I'm trying to be true to my word. Um, Why don't you, you know, and again, I know you're multitasking on this really super hard. Well, no, it's fine because because I I wasn't playing for so long. It actually highlighted the words in the word search. So, so if you're a potato, it's potato proof. Yeah. So if you're just if you're just not giving uh, a shit, eventually the game will just highlight the words for you, and you just kind of <laughs> this fucking game, man. This game is fucking dog shit. It is dog shit. Oh my god. Okay. Well, uh, so why don't why don't you explain the good reasons on why somebody should ghost, and and why ghosting as opposed to the other? I know we've talked about this a lot, but. For okay, anybody who so, might be- right. So basically, the the reason why women ghost because women ghosted first, um, and they did it so because like when you ask a girl her number, a lot of times she'll give you a fake number, and the reason why is she just tells you, you know, I'm not into you. I don't want to give you my number. She's worried that you're going to do something. Like you might yell at her, you might hit her, you might do something. So she's just going to give you a fake number so you leave her alone, and that that's that's basically female version of ghosting. Well. The reason why women did that was because they were worried about what the man might do, right? So I'm going to pretend like everything's great until I can get away from you, and then I just want nothing to do with you. But while we're standing face-to-face, I'm going to be very cordial. And they and right. women did that because they were worried about male violence. Well, now the shoe's on the other foot. Women have been given all these rights and privileges by feminism, and now they have the power to destroy a man's life without evidence. So now, just like this woman who's worried about what a man might do, like if, if she's honest with him, now men have to worry what women might do if they're honest with them. So I break up with you. I want to end the date early. Anything. You know, if you take it badly, you could attack me. You could destroy my property. You can falsely accuse me of a crime. You can sick some white knight on me. You could make up allegations and have me arrested without evidence. So just like women used to give men false numbers just to be nice to them so they'd leave them alone, men just want to get away. And rather, like in a perfect world, we could just be honest with each other and there wouldn't really be any negative consequences. Like people would take the hint and uh, there wouldn't be a scene. But we don't live in a perfect world. Uh, Some men take rejection very badly. So women lie to men, give them fake numbers. Sometimes women take rejection very badly, and so men ghost them. So, right. And if you were dating for a long time, girl DDJ is referring to, and he ghosted you, it's probably because he knew you wouldn't take it well. So it's kind of your fault. If you have a, if well, you, I mean, if you had a habit, I, I, if you had a habit in your relationship of taking rejection really badly or taking criticism really personally, he probably knew that you would react very negatively to him breaking up with you or wanting to end the relationship. So he just ghosted you. That That's really all there is to it. So he dumped you, but he didn't want there to be a scene. So he just fucked off and erased your number and stopped taking your calls. 
Right. But well, and I think consider it, later on in the day. Yeah, I, I think later on the day, I think she did get closure. I just thought it was fucking entertaining because I just kind of explained the reason. I didn't like to actually take positions on it, right? Because, you know, I'm trying to be diplomatic. And, like, dude, like, it, it, the, the, the fucking thread turned into Cuck Lives Matter so much she actually started posting pictures of popcorn because these guys were just cucking out. It was hilarious. Jeez. And so, of course, I'm like, okay, that's my cue to fuck with them. Yeah, so. no, the, the thirst, the thirst. The, the thirst, thirst is, is real. real. The thirst. Yeah. These thirsty fucking yeah. men. Right, right. And then, you know, of course, it was all shaming language, cowards, right. and, you know. No, I just, <laughs> I want to tell you guys, women are disgusted when you turn into just a simping white knight. It does, it, nothing will dry yep. their pussy up harder than you being a fucking simp on them. Because, I mean, I've explained this many times. Women have this thing called hypergamy. And when you kiss someone's ass, I mean, Ferris Bueller explained it. You can't respect someone that kisses your ass. It just doesn't work. Women want a man higher than them. They want a man who's better than them. If they could attract you and you kiss their ass, you're communicating to them that they're better than you. And then they're going to want to get the best man they can. If they could attract you and they're better than you, they can surely do better than you. So even if you get the girl by being a, like a, an ass-kissing simp, you're going to basically push her into looking to do better than you. So stop it. Just stop simping. It, it actually is counterproductive. You're trying to get laid. Simping actually will not... It'll do the opposite. It'll prevent you from getting laid. Like You'll have to sleep on the couch while she's fucking chatting right. in like, your bed. And you know this. You nice guys always complain about, Oh, she's always dating. Guys who are so mean to her. and Why doesn't she love me? Well... I, right. I, let me help you out, okay? She's fucking the bad boys because bad boys turn her on. So instead of bitching about it, become the bad boy. It's not fucking rocket science. Like, don't listen to what women say. Watch what they do. If the women are going for guys to treat them like shit, maybe the way to get laid is to treat women like shit. Just try it. Just try it. Right. Or, or or at the very least, don't be a fucking cuck. Don't, don't be... Don't, don't there's all no of a sudden get into autistic fedora tipping. There's no there's reason. No, there's no advantage none. to it. At best, none. if you get the girl, quote-unquote, you're going to end up... You know, she's going to like want an open marriage, and she's going to bring other men to, to fuck yeah. behind, either behind your back or in front of you. <laughs> and right. basically, she's going to cut off the sex for you. You're just going to be like her meal ticket. And is that what you right. want? You really want to just be paying her bills while she fucks other men? Is that your and end goal? Bring, and then she's going to bring men over and she's going to go, this is my friend Tim. And yeah. she's actually fucking him and, and right. he's just laughing yeah, about her, it because he realized you're an idiot. Yeah. And she, neither one of they're going <laughs> to laugh at you. And, we, and right. when you if you think killing yourself is going to teach them anything, it won't. They'll laugh at you for killing yourself. And you did and all of this. You did all of this to yourself. You could have not been simping on them. You could have not been a cuck. You could have had some fucking balls and respect for yourself. You could have treated women like shit, which actually does make their pussy wet. And you could have gotten all the pussy you wanted. But you, you did the polar opposite of what would actually get you laid. And you, you shot yourself in the foot every step in the way. Stop it. It's so fucking annoying. Now, at, at this point in, in the current year, it's not even worth it. Like, you know, women aren't even worth it. Like, I can understand a couple years ago, before things got stu stupid retarded, 
you know, sure, you know, you know, spin your plates, work your game, get laid, but now it's like, fucking cares? It's not worth it anymore. Right. Especially with the whole Weinstein, Salem bitch oh, trials thing. Right. I mean, oh, yeah, everybody and their brothers getting accused. It's fucking oh, retarded. I, I'm in chapter two now. Apparently, uh, that fucking word search was a boss fight, so we're... <laughs> we're in chapter two. Oh, that's retarded. Chapter oh my god, of, that's awesome. There's there's eight chapters. Oh, she on still on the sub. Oh, oh, is... oh no, now she's she's in a robe with it looks like some. Oh, she's taking Chad to her room. Chad's gonna dig her out. <laughs> yeah, she's wearing. Wait, oh, she's god, wearing nothing but a robe. What the fuck's going on? Okay, no, go ahead, cat. Right, uh, should we get on with our first guest? Sorry, I was going I was dealing with something. Yeah, that's fine. Right, so first guest, person by the name of TCO. Uh, they would like to talk about fe feminism in Nigeria, response okay. to a Muslim girl who recently called into t the TFM show, and uh, the misconceptions of uh, in Islam. So this should be pretty interesting. This ought to be some. Okay. This ought to be good. Then awesome. Oh my god. Okay, so this flashback, basically, she's fucking a guy. No one gives a shit about flashback. No, th this is important. Oh, she's, she's fucking a guy? She's fucking a guy. Okay, it's important. And the guy yeah. pulls out a cell phone and takes a nude picture of her without her consent. And he, he refuses oh. to erase it. <laughs> oh, my God. These are, these, are the, these are the important issues we face in this country. Is people, right. people snapping nude pictures of people without their consent. Here's here's a thought. Maybe if you don't trust them, don't fuck them. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, or, you know, choice of partner that wants to take a picture of you. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, I've I've never gone to bed with a woman who I didn't have some modicum of trust who didn't trust me at some level. I mean, right. really. Now, here's what's done. Okay, it's so retarded. now it's flash forwarding. So they broke up, and he's trying to get back together with her, and he's using the the the, the pictures as leverage. That's already illegal. It's called revenge porn. <laughs> So this whole right. the point of this game is like, oh, these are these are terrible things. It's already illegal. It's like making a making a video game of like, murder is wrong. Murder is wrong. Don't murder people. <laughs> it's like no, no fucking shit. It, it's already super illegal. So, oh god, you've already won. It's, this game it's like, is cringe. You don't this game need, is so cringe. You don't need a fucking flash game to raise awareness about revenge porn being illegal. Oh uh, god. So, so I wonder if there's a fucking word search. Oh, I can. Oh, I click erase the internet. Oh, it, it doesn't let me erase the internet. Oh, I can't go back in time. I can't cancel humanity. I, oh, is is there a so, okay. police because revenge porn is illegal? No, of Perfect. course not. No, there's only I, my only options are to go back in time and erase the internet. I can't just oh, call the police because it, he's. It's... Okay. Oh, just bring the guest in. Bring the guest. Patiently <laughs> waiting. All right. Listen to you rant okay. about this game. Oh my god. Wait, won't let me That's awesome. Okay. God, it's fucking this game. This is only chapter two. There's still six more chapters of this. Fucking this game is breaking fest. TFM. TFM's gonna be like enraged by the time the fucking show's over. That's but awesome. It's, it's so dumb. All right. Anyway, hey TCO, how you doing? Let's talk about Muslims in Nigeria. Hey, hey. Hello. Oh, you're... Hello, TFM. Let me turn hey. you up. Let me turn you up. You're a little bit quiet. All right. 
Cheers. I was hoping you'd do that. Okay. You're at 200%. It's the best I can do. Is this okay now? Yeah, you sound better. Great. Um, hi, TFM. Uh, first Hello. of all, I just want to say uh, I'm a fan. Like, I'm a big fan of your show because I got introduced to you. I mean, I saw a couple of the MGTOW channels and that, but yours is like very structured and I'm quite impressive. And, yeah, thanks for having me on. My secret is puppets and sex toys. That's that's right. the key. And dumpster fires. That's the key. If you want to know my secret to YouTube success, puppets and sex toys. Mm, I see. Can't go wrong. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, uh, the reason I came on is because I just basically want to talk about some things and hopefully get some advice from you at the end regarding okay. an issue. Um, because, like, let's say about a year ago, I got introduced to the whole metal thing and, you know, like the response to feminism and, and all of that. And I, I was quite on board with it. However, one thing I noticed is that a lot of people in the MGTOW community and a lot of MGTOW channels and people who sort of affiliate with MGTOW but are not necessarily MGTOW, they're very, they have a very, very misconstrued perception of Islam, okay? And mm -hmm. I, I, I'm a Muslim and when whenever I go in channels like that and I see... Um, let's say uh, incorrect facts being mentioned or uh, mis um, misconceptions in this and that it's a bit off-putting you know and okay. I believe that there are other Muslims out there like me who when they see things like that they they kind of like you know it kind of pushes them away to be honest and um, right even even on your channel for example and the, the main reason of course because uh, the show you had with uh, crazy candy the Muslim girl if you can remember yeah yeah, yeah. Um, that kind of like uh, finally triggered me to get on the show, basically because. Uh, oh, okay. All right. We, wait. So I have a very important question that I need answered, and I need you to answer this question honestly and truthfully. Yeah. yeah. All right. If you have multiple wives, I know they can't see each other naked because of the yeah. modesty. If you put gimp masks on them and they can't see each other, can you have a polygamous orgy? Uh, no. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I guess being is Islamic is not for you there, chimp boy. <laughs> I was so close, I tripped at the finish line. You, you did, yeah. You were there, you were there, you were in the box, you were there. I, I, I know the last girl didn't want to answer that, so I was hoping like, oh okay. shit, if, if it was me, I would, yeah, I would right. answer that question. Now, but, yeah, what, what, is no, the, what is the reason, what is the reason? Because is, is it a modesty thing? Uh, it's part of it. But okay. at the same time, you know, like how, because, you know, feminism is basically not what it says. It says that, oh, women are disrespected and this and that. And we talk about how Islam is quite patriarchal, do you understand? But at the same time, Islam is, Islam, because Islam believes in equality, yeah? between the sexes but not an absolute mm, equality no 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 i, I would say because i we, i did another stream with crimson before crazy candy we talked about this he, he's muslim he's he's from saudi arabia and you're um, breaking up a little bit oh, god yeah. damn it really okay so i we did a show with crimson who's from saudi arabia and they have the guardianship system now the guardianship system men have authority over women so it's patriarchal it's not equality but they also yeah. are required to provide for women and protect women. So it, basically, it's it's a balanced system. Women have yeah. they have the protections of men, but the, it, basically, it's authority and responsibility. Men are responsible for women, 
but men have authority yeah. over women. Now, that's technically yeah. patriarchal, but I would classify that as a soft patriarchy because, yeah, the, the women have accountability yeah. to men. They don't have all the freedom that feminism gives women in the West. But in Islamic countries, families are intact and the, the birth rate is above replacement in a lot of places. I know it's not universal. Mm. There's some countries where the, the fertility rate is, is going down, but it's it's really – it's not rocket science. You can't have equality yeah. where men and women are treated equally because then women stop having kids, marriages break down, society collapses. But you, you okay. have to have – okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, I'm ranting. Yeah. Uh, all right. So here's what I mean by when I mentioned that Islam is about equality, yeah? Okay. Um, there is a hadith, and I, I know you know about this because you mentioned it, um, about where where um, where it mentions that Muslim that men and women are equal. Now, here's the thing, yeah. In Islam, there's there's an explanation for everything basically. So when it says men and women are equal, it doesn't talk about an absolute equality. It just means basically in terms of value. Do you understand? So there are different roles that are given to the different sexes. But what we have today is that some roles are then seen as greater roles than other roles do you understand so well no, you, you could say the, well you could we i mean i bah, sorry i've heard the example of like body parts yeah. you know because you need all your body parts to live well some of them obviously if you yeah. get your limbs cut off you'll you, you just be a, a pillow but um for the most part like your internal organs like your heart your stomach your lungs your your vital organs you, you need all of them to live so which yep. vital organ is more important? Well, they're pretty much all equally important, but they're all different. They have obviously your heart, your brain. These all have different roles. One pumps blood, one sure. regulates everything. So I've heard that analogy sure. that men and women have different roles yep. and they're they're and they're both important. You know, all the yep. women, they without babies, you don't have a society. Without men, you don't have anything other than babies. So there's Yeah. they're both important. Now, when you but equal equally important mm, not really because for for a society yeah it's very important that women have the babies but that's literally all they're good for and, which is why well, when, men when, have authority over women yeah that's absolutely fine and what you say that's a very very vital part in society what women do because uh, because if you say because if 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 you take all the things that men has done yeah and I'm, of course, I'm not discrediting it. I'm a man. I support that. But what women do, like they they raise kids. That alone in in Islam is like a very very big thing. So in general, it's they're seen as equal. They just have different different roles. If you understand what I'm saying. But I mean, of course, today, I mean, like this feminist. Her name is Simone Simone de Simone de Beauvoir. I forgot I forgot her name. She said in a book that women basically being in the house to just raise children and cook and do stuff like that that they are basically in concentration camps do you understand so that is the modern view of women that stay at home and do that whereas in islam it is seen as and it is seen as a very very vital part of society basically uh, i mean well yeah but I, you know i've also i've seen these things in even in western things like every mother's day they do some puff piece like being a mother is the hardest job in the world, and it's bullshit. Uh, being raising kids mm. isn't hard. Uh, now, again, I'm not saying you need women because they're the ones who they have the equipment that makes the baby. Men by, by themselves can't make a baby. I get that. I appreciate that. And yeah. because 
but women have to do something all they you know you can't let them just run around and do nothing you know they're you got to keep their keep them busy so yeah you clean my house make me a hot meal watch the kids you know stay out of trouble that's fine um but that's not that's not equality that's not equally important basically women are at best kind of like helpers of convenience like men would actually get along pretty well on their own men like men can form societies without women that's what like monasteries and stuff are men don't need women mm. uh women cannot like they can't form societies on their own they're, like they just die like they need men to like do stuff like so they're not equal but i'm not that doesn't mean that like what women do isn't important i mean we we haven't we haven't reached the level of technology where we can just create children in you know artificial wombs yet so we still need women yeah but let's let's let, you know let's be objective um, men are more important in, objectively in, but for society. Like if we, like they've done things like if all women quit the workforce, mm. nothing really would happen. No one would really give a shit. Yeah, I, I agree. If, yeah. if men just if all the men in the world, I don't know, died like it was some weird male only virus that killed all the men, society would become a smoldering wasteland within a month. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree so, with that. I mean, like the, the 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 role of the man basically in society, like in the workforce, and basically men built the world, like the right. bridges, like systems, everything around us. Men built it, yeah. Right. Um. But what what Islam basically tries to do is just it just tries to recognize as well the and appreciate what women do in society because the men who build society, as time goes by, you know, they get old, they get withered, and it's the women right, well, that bring the, bring the I new mean, men into. Yeah. Don't you think? Don't you think having someone take care of you and being responsible for you does show appreciation? Like, all, men have all that responsibility on their shoulders, all of it. They have all the responsibility of society, of family, on their shoulders. All women have to do is keep his dick moisturized, and you know, squeeze out a couple kids a couple times in her life, and not be a bitch. And yeah, and he's fine. That's all she has to do. Like it's the easiest job in the world, and the benefits are unparalleled. So I, I don't think we, I don't think we need to celebrate women or pretend they're equal. Like they're they're being more than adequately compensated for the the hard work that, by the way, a woman in a coma can do. Like you can impregnate a woman in a coma, and she'll carry the baby and deliver the baby while in a coma. That's how hard the job is to make a baby it's a biological process like you ever seen that movie blade where they had all those brain dead homeless people and they were like using oh, them yeah. to like right you could do that with women you could have like a bunch of brain dead women kept alive on machines and just use them to make babies I see. that's that's how that's how important they are <laughs> as as human beings mm. they their function can be fulfilled while in a coma or brain dead yeah, I, I absolutely, absolutely see where you're coming from. Yeah, that, that makes sense. But I also think it also depends, like, because what I believe is that the whole Sharia system, yeah, mm -hmm. is is the most is what's going to allow society to function at its most optimum. Do you what I'm saying? So basically, women will, women will know their place, men will know their place, and I believe that basically the mix of society, instead of uh, slating the Sharia should actually see it for what it is, and because I, I, I thought I thought the Sharia idea was something 
a lot of MGTOW people are going to see as something that's actually good because it goes in line with a lot of things that they they have as ideologies. But, uh, you know... it's, well, no, well, the problem, okay, so here's the, th here's the thing. It's, it's really, it's more about culture. Uh, and actually, I think it's probably more about race and everything. Like, if these were, I honestly think if it were white Muslims coming into European mm. countries talking about Sharia law, I think the reaction would be different. I think I it's I think it's because the Europeans like it, it's their own damn fault. They gave their women rights. Nobody forced you to give your women rights. No one forced you to you know watch your fertility rate take a shit. But they see their society dying. They see their dem they see themselves being replaced through immigration. And they you know that so they're against they're basically against the outsider. So I think cult I like I think culture uh, the, the problem, and then, then the thing is, really, there's a lot of there's a lot of people blaming different elements of the issue. When honestly, this issue would solve itself if men just weren't cucks and took their women's rights away and got their own fertility rate up, got rid of the welfare state. All these problems would solve themselves. Like without the welfare state, you don't need to have all this immigration. Without, if women had, if women didn't have these rights, they would have kids, and then your fertility rate would be stable. That's the problem, but the pro the issue is a lot of these people, they like their welfare state. Like, the welfare state is extremely popular in Europe, so they don't want the welfare state to go away. And, but that's what, that's what's bringing the immigrants in. So they can't blame the welfare state, so they try to look for something else. And they're like, oh, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's uh, Muslims, it's, it's brown people, we gotta get rid of them. That's the problem. So, it's, it's someone, it's kind of like a fat person. Who the doctor's telling them, look, you need to lose weight. But they're saying, oh no, it's, it's because I have sleep apnea and it's because I have insomnia. And they're blaming everything other than that they're fat for their problems. And Europe and the West is basically the welfare spending and the gynocentrism is the problem. And the MGTOW are the doctors telling you you need to solve the problem. And they're refusing to address the problem. They're blaming other things, like just like a fat person blaming insomnia. Western civilization, or men of the West, are trying to blame immigration, Muslims. They're blaming everything other than gynocentrism or fucking Jew. It's all the Jews. Oh, it's all big Jewish conspiracy. Instead yeah, of blaming babies. Instead of instead of blaming the welfare state and gynocentrism. So unfortunately, it's hard to have a. Just like if you try to have a conversation with a fat person who's who has health problems about why they yeah. need to lose weight. In the back of their head, they know they're fat. But to confront that truth is too painful. So if you try to have an honest conversation with them, you may be, have a very good intention of trying to help them. But they're going to, as an emotional response, they're going to get very angry at you. And they're going to want to shut you up. Because the truth you're telling them is painful for them to accept. And so, you know, you, yeah. you don't like... And then what they do is, you know, they're, they're, you seem like a cool guy. You seem, like, well reasonable, and you even have a British accent. You're not like, uh, you know, some guy right off the boat from Libya who doesn't speak a lick of English. He's just going around, like, raping little kids, talking about a sexual emergency. So I think the, the solution is assimilation. Just, you know, if everyone, you want to you live wait, in a... Can a I ask, wait, TFM, can I just stop you there? Okay. Um, you just said that, and you said assimilation. Um, mm -hmm. TCL, where are you from? I'm Nigerian. I mean, 
Were you born in Nigeria? Yeah, I was born in Nigeria. I came to the UK about like six, seven years ago. I just came for studies. Okay. Okay, do you plan on going back? Yeah, I do plan on going back. Yes, definitely. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm just, okay. Go, go ahead, TFN. I just want well, to. No, just I mean, well, well to a lot of these, a lot of these problems. Them, yeah, they make their own decision. Well, the the problem with the you know, the reason why everyone blames things like race and religion is basically they see their culture being replaced. Because I mean, race and religion, those can be parts of an identity, but usually, if people share a common culture, they don't care so much about different races and religions. It's like okay, as long as you speak the same language, as long as we have the same customs. Because I mean, like, uh, just as an experiment, like, well, not even an experiment, because I didn't know. I actually asked a question once. I remember a while ago. Why aren't there any Native American restaurants? Because we have Mexican restaurants, we got Chinese restaurants, but there's no Native American restaurants. So I actually like looked up like what are Amer Native American dishes to, to like see what would a Native American restaurant look like. And Native American food is basically Thanksgiving food, which has been wholly assimilated into American culture. I didn't even realize that was Native American food because it's been so completely assimilated into the fabric of America, American culture. So, and that can happen. Any immigrant group can do that. You, you bring in your, your culture, your heritage, you assimilate, and then eventually your cultures and customs simply be, are woven into the greater fabric of society. And then no one even... No one even knows the difference. It's like, oh yeah, this food, this this culture, like this is all just this is America, or this is Britain, or this is whatever. The problem is, is when people come from other countries or other cultures, and they want to segregate themselves in little pockets, and they want to have their own language, they want to have their own legal system, and they want to do this. And this is the problem with Sharia, because in a lot of countries, yeah. I know in France and Germany, I'm not sure how bad it is in Britain, but you have like these no-go zones and these Sharia patrols where Muslim immigrants are basically, rather than going through the proper system of getting laws reformed and having an open debate about, like what we're having right now, we're having a discussion about why Sharia might be good or what the benefits are. Imagine if yeah. instead of having this, this rational open discussion, uh, you just decided to basically take over a block and, you know, intimidate the police so they couldn't enforce the law in their own country and having your own little, like, separate enclave and using violence and, and stuff like, and threats of terrorism and uh, rioting. Can you, if, if that were to happen, hypothetically, I could kind of yeah. understand why people would not be welcoming of that culture or those immigrants. But, but wouldn't you say yeah, that the reason why things like that happen are because of because of things like uh, feminism and liberalism. Because these immigrants, yeah, that come in here and do these things like they rape and do stuff like that, mm -hmm. they would never they would never try those things where they're coming from. Like they they wouldn't they wouldn't even dream about it trying those things to try in a Sharia state. So I think it's because of the liberalism and the way people are people let people do things the way they want to do over here that's why they think they can do whatever they like by creating no-go zones and things like that don't you think that well yeah i think the only proper response it's, by it's the, not necessarily well, a, yeah a, well yeah it's not Sharia. what they need to do here's what they need to do if i were the king of britain i would go into these no-go zones and i would kill everyone who didn't let me have like whoever basically defied the, the like the, the the country's laws i'd execute them on the spot and and if anyone wants to riot and be like oh you're a racist oh i'd, I'd kill you too 
and I'd kill you all until you got the fuck out of my country, and then if you ever came back, I'd kill you again until I ran out of bullets or you ran out of people. Um, I, I talked about this in my video, We Can Do It, where we just go straight up Mongol. Now, if you come and assimilate, and we want to have an you know open what? discussion can, about... Can, can I jump ahead. in here real quick? Sure. The point, the point here is TCO, is that when you go into someone else's country, you want to assimilate into their culture. You don't want to bring your culture with you. Well, if you no. want to bring your culture with you, that's fine as far as like, you know, what you practice in your home and such. But the point is, is that, you know, nobody's going to go to China and and then say, well, I'm not going to follow the Chinese laws. I'm just going to live by my own way and fuck them, well, you know, I, and then resort to violence when it's there. And then not, I mean, nobody should be surprised that if you violate the law in a particular country, that something violent is going to happen to you. Again, that's why people don't go to like uh, Saudi Arabia and decide that they're going to, uh, you know, do a naked march in the middle of the street with a bunch of men and women. Obviously, I, the Saudi government. I, I, I don't think I don't think that's being either or. Like you either come to our country and become a carbon copy. No, of no, the no I'm just population. saying. I'm just saying assimilate within the culture and follow the laws. Right. That's yeah, all I'm saying. Yeah, assimilate into the culture. However, you can once you assimilate into the culture, part elements of your culture which can improve the overall culture. We can have an open debate. Like uh, Hong Kong used to be a British colony. And uh, Britain left Hong Kong. China absorbed it. However, they saw the advantages of the free market in Hong Kong. So they allow Hong Kong to do its thing because it actually benefits the Chinese economy. So in that same way, these little, you know, if you, let's say there's a lot of Muslim immigrants. They bring Islam with them. Great. As long as they follow the law and as long as they, in, they assimilate into the greater culture... They can still go to, go to their mosque and they can pray to Allah and they can do all that stuff. And then if they want to talk about things like, hey, you know what would be great? Sharia law. And then you can have like an open debate and we can have a conversation about what is Sharia law, why it's good, why it's bad, who, who it benefits, who it hurts. And the people can vote. Now, of course, demographics are destiny. If the patriarchal elements of your society, like, say, the Muslim immigrants are having all the kids, while the, you know, the white Western population is declining every generation because the women are so free that they can do whatever they want and they stopped having kids, eventually the, the Muslim population is simply going to outvote the native white population simply because they're the ones having kids. So that country will become more Islamic over time. But I'm just saying, like, in the short term, the way, you know, because the West is a democratic society. So traditionally, if you want to change the culture, you you do it openly and you, you do it honestly and you have a you have a discussion. You don't try to because the reason why is what, what they see is when you have these no go zones and the violence and the riots and the police are so scared of being called a racist or they're scared, they're scared of terrorism, honestly. Because if they go into these no-go zones and kill someone... Because you see, like, I don't know if you're familiar with Black Lives Matter in the United States. Yeah. So, like, every time the cops do their job, there's a riot. So the cops are afraid to go into certain neighborhoods and actually enforce the law. Because if they, if they happen to shoot someone who's attacking them, the entire neighborhood is going to declare that he didn't do nothing. And then they're going to fucking riot and burn shit. So, basically, they just let those neighborhoods go to shit. And then people complain, oh, the murder rate. Like, well, fuck you. This is what you wanted. So these are these are problems. And there, there's no easy solution when the, the people, basically, I call it protect their trash. They don't let the police and the, the society actually, like, maintain a civil society because all these identity politics. So there, these are all interconnected problems. There's no easy answer. 
I wish there was. I wish we could all just have a, a open, honest conversation and talk about things and, and hash things out through reason, logic, and evidence. But that just it does not work. <laughs> um, so I, I'm, not, I'm not against Islamic immigrants per se. As long as you assimilate into the culture and as long as everything is lawful and respectful. Um, I'm against the no-go zones. I'm against the rioting and terrorism. Uh, I'm, the thing is, but I, like, I've done videos where I talk about these, these Islamic societies that keep their pimp hands strong. I think it's wonderful. That's exactly what the, I think the West needs to appropriate that from Islamic culture. So I'm not against I, – I, I don't think – when I say assimilate, I'm not talking about Muslims becoming completely Western and abandoning their religion. I'm just talking about them peacefully kind of assimilating into the society rather than like tr- – because what I see happening is a lot of immigrants will come to a certain country. They'll all live in one neighborhood and they'll become the majority in that neighborhood and they'll start changing the laws for that area. So like they'll they'll elect like Sadiq Khan, you know, because now <laughs> immigrants are like the majority population in London. So like all the politicians are 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 pro immigration, and then the problem is the the native population can't do anything because they're being outvoted in these small pockets, and then the laws are being basically ignored in those areas. And now they have like Sharia courts and Sharia patrols, and the people who live in that country, that's not the way you change the law. You don't just take over a neighborhood and. Im- that's, I mean, that's what, like, gangs do. Like, when you have a mafia, like the Don, so it's like, I'm the, I'm the law, and, you know, you do what I say. But you don't, that's not how things are legally done. So imagine if, like, an organized crime ring came into your neighborhood, took it over, and, like, intimidated the cops and started changing the laws, and you have no say in it, and your government isn't doing anything to stop it, you would be upset. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So. Um, yeah. What I'm going to say in response to that is just that um, I absolutely agree with the part whereby, of course, you can't come into a country and decide that you want to change laws or you want to create pockets for yourself and this and that. Because even in Islam, it says you have to follow the law of the land. Do you understand? So, okay. it's, yeah, basically, yeah, it says it's in the Sharia of, of Islam. You have to follow, follow the law of the land. But That's regarding good. about how people, um, you know, create or maybe segregate themselves to a to a certain level from society i think it's it's part of we humans like whenever we wherever we go if we find um people of our types we tend to stick to each other like we, we tend to be with be with each other and create communities in that like i'm from nigeria which is of course mm-hmm. black and there are some people who come from from the west they don't speak to they don't speak to everyone else do you understand like when you see them you see them in packs they have their own places in Lagos, which is where I'm from in Nigeria, like Algerians, people from Canada, like they have their own places. So I think it's normal for every everyone, wherever you go, you just blend in with your own set of people. But when you want to start changing laws and things like that, that's where it then becomes, that's where you're then crossing the line. That's when it becomes dangerous now. But I, yeah, I absolutely agree with that, definitely. But what I'm just trying to say is that I don't, I don't want it to be linked to Islam itself because when we understand what Islam itself says, then we will to differ- differentiate uh, what these people are doing and what the religions are actually telling them to do. Because if you remember what I mentioned before, in the Sharia state, they would never try the things they're trying right now. 
like creating well, I, I think that in that I, I agree with you I think that's an unfortunate consequence of basically people always try to simplify things down because you know the the Muslims in Asia are completely different culturally from the Muslims in like Syria and Saudi Arabia which are completely different from Muslims in Africa the, the yep. cultures are different so you know blaming Islam is like shorthand because you know you can get some Muslims from some Asian country, and they're like far, far Eastern. What's that country? It's the one above Australia. It's like one of the biggest Muslim countries in the world. Is but Malaysia or Ma Indonesia? Oh, Indonesia. So yeah. Indonesia is like one of the largest Muslim countries in the world. You never hear shit from Indonesia. You never hear about Indonesians murdering people or anything. They're just they're chill because Asian culture is very different from Middle Eastern culture, which is very different than African culture. Religion is just one element Absolutely. in a culture. It's really it's it's all about culture. It's not even about race. It's really about culture, because you know you go to the Dark Ages or the Middle Ages in Europe where it was all white people, but you had like people. They all spoke different languages. They all worshipped different gods, and they all killed each other and went to war all the time, even though they were the same race. So it's yep. not even about religion. It's not really about race. It's really about culture, um, and unfortunately, you know, like you're from Africa. And, yep. you know, as far like I'm pretty sure African Muslims haven't done any major terrorist attacks like 9-11. No, have. have they like major ones or just well, like, you know, well, trucks well, of well, major, yeah. but it's, it's localized. So you've got people like, Is it like, like Haram. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, right. it's Boko Haram in Nigeria. So they're like in the northern part of Nigeria. And of course, they they do kill people do a lot of terrorism in nigeria but here's the funny thing they bomb churches in that but they also bomb mosques as well so well, well yeah well all, like, yeah well because it's all about consolidation my point is though is um like 9-11 was all middle eastern guys there weren't any african muslims for in 9-11 um mm -hmm. i don't think there's been any major terrorist attacks from african muslims in america at all there might have been some like trucks and trucks trucks of peace and stabbings in europe from some african muslims but you really like most of it comes from middle eastern muslims and i don't think any of it comes yep. from asian muslims i haven't heard any anybody complain about asian muslims doing any major terrorist attacks so i agree with you that this like this blanket blanketing everything islam is is, is dumb it's islam is part of a culture it's really a culture uh, and you look at the the countries that like I remember remember Donald Trump's Muslim ban that all these yeah. liberals lost their shit over. All the countries he was targeting were basically hotbeds of like war and sect you know like violence. They're, those need to yeah. There are certain countries, there are certain cultures, and th a lot of them are Muslim cultures, but those those are specific. Like it's Islam's like only one part that makes a, only one thing that makes a culture. So yeah, I'm not against Islam. Per se, but there are certain cultures like that are very militant and very uh, supremacist, and they can straight up go fuck themselves. And I don't give a shit what god you pray to. You, you could be Muslim, you could be atheist. You know, like, you can go, you can still go fuck yourself. And there are Muslims who are cool or kill. They're cool. They're, nobody, they don't bother anyone. So I, I think it's unfortunate that everybody just paints Islam with a broad brush, and it's like, oh, get the Muslims out. Because, you know, there's there's been wars between Christians. I mean, generally, though, they, they've tracked, you know, criminality. And, yeah, Muslims commit more crimes. But I actually think if they broke it down, the problem is there's too much political correctness. We can't actually identify Absolutely. where this is all coming Absolutely. from. So they're afraid to collect crime stats 
on like race, religion, and nation of origin. But I would, I'll bet money, I will bet money, if you, there is, you're going to find that it's not necessarily Islam per se, it's certain Muslims from certain cultures that are the problem. And what's Definitely. dumb is if we just, if we identified the actual problem, then it's, it's no longer Islamophobic. It's not racist. Like, yeah, it, maybe the, the countries, we're, the cultures we're talking about are brown and maybe they're Muslim. But it's those specific yeah. cultures that are the problem. It's not all brown Muslims. It's just those brown Muslims. So because you, here's what I say. Yeah. Like, go ahead. Because it, it, Islam has been around for 1,400 years. Yeah. Right. And let's say, should I say maybe since 2001 after 9-11, yeah? That's when people, like, everyone started to suddenly get, become an expert in Islam, do you understand? And terrorism and this and that. And all I just say is that, are you going to tell me that Islam has been around for 1,400 years? And you're going to say, oh, it's not a coincidence that when, the, when political instability and a lot of shit that's happening in the Middle East, which happens to be majority Muslim, then a lot of terrorist attacks and all the bullshit that happens are unfortunately happening by muslims like right of course like there there is a there is a link there do you understand like well, it's you like uh like like yeah. joseph you know you know joseph coney is right uh no 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 i don't know he's like is. he's a he's like basically a guy in africa he has like a child army and okay. he's he's a he's a, supposedly a christian he's a christian guy but he kidnaps children and makes them fight in his child army and he's like a terrorist and all this other shit like that so and then you have it's like so Focusing only on the religion is stupid. I'm using that as an extreme example. Obviously, most Christians would never agree with what Co Joseph Coney does. You know, so there's yeah. it's the same. You know, like the different cultures they may share a religion, but there's there's schisms within Islam. There's Sunni Islam. There's Shia Islam. That they have different cultures and stuff like that. It's just, but you you have to appreciate the fact that people who are who are outside like they have an us versus them it's kind of like uh the way feminists they they don't see the difference between mras migtau puas anti-feminists they just see everyone as you know misogynists you know they, they see everybody as them yeah. so they, they can't they can't appreciate the subtle nuanced differences in the same way people who aren't muslim they don't see oh that's a guy from nigeria and he's totally cool oh that's a guy from libya oh fuck him you know, they just see Muslim, and if they see, or they see African Muslim, they don't appreciate the fact that there's these different cultural differences, and you know, there might there are some cultures which which is where the violence is coming from, and there's other cultures where there's no violence coming from there. They're fine, but because they can't appreciate the differences, and a lot of it has to do with the political correctness. They're worried about being called racist or Islamophobic, or, or they're worried about actual terrorism because if they if someone names certain groups saying these are the groups of the problem, they might be targeted for a terrorist attack. So there's, they're afraid. And then you have, unfortunately, there are people who are very passionate who want to do something, but they're getting bad information and they're being kind of, they're getting pushed into blaming all Muslims or all immigrants or something. It's, it's a really bad situation. And I think what we're doing right now and having an honest conversation, you're not accusing me of being a racist or an Islamophobe. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying Douay's fault or whatever the fuck. So, you know, if we have an honest conversation, because I think the, the cultures, the Islamic countries and the cultures within Islam who 
they don't, I mean, some of them, I, I know the polls, like there are some countries that are very supportive of ISIS and Al-Qaeda, uh, but most of them aren't. So Absolutely. I, I, yeah, I because, think, yeah, yeah like me, me, for example, I, I consider myself very Western, like in terms of the way I think, the way I do things, like my, just my mindset in general. And at the same time, I am what you might call like an orthodox Muslim, like my ideas of of Islam are like the original like I will tell you straight like Islam is not for example should I say uh it's not it's not supportive of homosexuality for example although I'm not I'm not get me I'm not saying I, I dislike homosexuals or anything but would, I'm not going to be politically correct incorrect right. now, right. well so, I mean and I, and I would you live, now, yeah. so you may agree now let me ask you a question so you you would you would say homosexuality is a sin but would you support throwing homosexuals off of rooftops and executing them I mean, I'm sorry, repeat that. Would you support throwing homosexuals off a roof? Yeah, like you, you may say it's a sin, but you're going to be like, okay, homosexuality I, I, is a sin, and when you die, you're going to go to hell, but I'm, I don't care. I'm going to leave you alone because it's not my, my not my place. Or are you going to be like, you're, you're homosexual is a sin, and then you're going to throw them off a roof? Absolutely not. Because here, here's the thing, like homosexuality itself, because like it's, it's, not, it's not just simply just throwing off a roof. Like because these things are actually deep issues that people study for decades for example i'll give an example like the issue of homosexuality it's not just oh oh someone is gay oh let's throw him off the roof no it doesn't work like that um the act that is not allowed in islam is the sexual act of homosexuality itself so actual penetration between a man and a man that is what is not allowed in islam and here's the thing again you can't even punish them if you do not catch them like because but uh, yeah, you, aren't you there? You can't just. Yeah. Aren't there like little boy prostitutes getting raped in Afghanistan? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I never got that because when I was in, Af well, I wasn't in Afghanistan, but I, I I worked. You know, we did stuff in Afghanistan, and yeah, they, they were like these little boys. They would dress up in makeup and basically just rape them. Like there was like this whole child sex trade of little boys. What the fuck? Yeah, and that's an Islamic country, and they were just raping little boys. That, that's that's crazy. Well, okay, so quick question. Um, yes. You know the saying, a radical Muslim wants to behead you, a moderate Muslim wants a radical Muslim to behead you. Would you have an issue with someone else throwing a gay off a roof? Absolutely, I'll have an issue with that. Because, <laughs> because like, because in the, it doesn't, even what in the Sharia, okay, it doesn't right. allow that. Like, you, you can't just throw, you can't, you can't throw a human being off a roof. Do you understand? Because let me let me let me break something down to you. Do you need like a helicopter? You don't, need to, break, you don't, you, you, don't you don't need to tell me that, mate. I'm I'm just like I'm just posing a question because the chat is gonna the chat is gonna be asking the questions anyway. So oh, I see. Yeah, that's absolutely fine. Stuff out the way. <laughs> yeah, because because the thing is that in in Islam, homosexuality is not even the worst sin. Should I tell you a sin that's worse than homosexuality? Not mm. not believing not believing in, in Allah. That is worse than homosexuality. Like, I'm going to tell you that today. Maybe you don't know it before. That is the okay. top sin in Islam. But the way people say it, do you understand? I'm, I'm not going to walk on the road and start throwing everyone who's not a Muslim off the roof. Do you understand? So, what I think what people need to do is just educate themselves more. Do you understand? And just know exactly what Islam says and what it doesn't say. I'm, I'm definitely not going to throw someone off the roof because it's gay. Okay. But yeah, abs absolutely. And 
by the way, I just I also wanted to just mention this TFM. Uh, this was the second thing I wanted to talk about. Um, okay. Because I'm from Nigeria, like I mentioned, and Nigeria is very African in the sense that it it has it retained it retains its values like and it's quite patriarchal as well. Right. No, I've uh, I've, I've well, actually known yeah. um, a lot of people from Nigeria. Yep. And, and uh, your women are not gorilla faces yeah. so good good job on that because most most uh black women they got the gorilla face not 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 like not digging the gorilla face but nigerian women they're, they're not rocking the gorilla face gentlemen mm. i think so it's when they come over west that they start to act up a bit <laughs> no no yeah. even even the thin ones have gorilla face it's it's i don't know that's just maybe maybe it's just the ones i've seen i don't know Absolutely. Sorry, that's a complete but side anyway, rant, but go ahead. Yeah. But anyway, I was just going to say, like, because, I mean, like, you know, I'm a Muslim, and I do want to get married, do you understand? Because okay. I believe that if you do get married in the right situation, in the right system, you wouldn't necessarily have problems about, you know, about the feminist ideology creeping into your wife and stuff like that, do you understand? Well, but, yeah, you can, as long as you keep your pimp hands strong. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. But in Nigeria right now, which is where I'm from, feminism is really, really creeping in. And right. I'm actually legit scared. Like, I even, I even became more more scared when I started to listen to your show and started to actually understand how dangerous it is. So, me as a person who wants to get married now, what advice do you have for me? Uh, well, here's the problem, is if you get married in your society goes through feminism it's not like your your marriage is going to be grandfathered in any laws they pass that give women more rights are going to affect your marriage and here's the thing the thing that's really messed up and this is something that pisses me off western countries are exporting feminism because they believe that they bought the bullshit that oh when you empower women you empower the world democracy uh, feminism, these are going to make the world a better place. So they'll actually, what they do is they dangle foreign aid in front of countries. This actually happened in Malaysia. Uh, they were they were economically sanctioned, and then they dangled money in front of them. And basically it's like, give your women rights and we'll give you money. And they did, They have, because they were being punished. And so they, they took the money, they gave the women rights, and now Malaysia's lost their goddamn mind. They're, they're passing all these feminist laws. The women are losing their shit. And now, at first, you know, it doesn't happen all at once. It, it's going to take a, a generation or two before the families start breaking down and the welfare state and also their bullshit. But then at that point, it's too late because the women will be voting and it's too late. You can't take it back. Hey, look, and, uh, quick question to him. How far do you think Nigeria is from the welfare state? Because I would I say I don't know. they're probably about well, 500 years I, I, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Well, the welfare state. Welfare state. Well, the, the welfare state Maybe. requires capitalism. So, it, depending if you're, if you're still like kind of in a primitive agrarian. I don't know. I'm not a Kenyan, or a Nigerian expert. I don't really know that much about Africa, so, I don't know. So, what's but, your opinion on that? Uh, well, what they do is, well, well, this is economic issue. Well, that's why I make this point is. Oh my god, this fucking game. It's nothing but fucking word scrambles and crosswords. Fucking retarded. Anyway, um, the when feminism is coming, usually it's being funded through through Western countries. So it, I bet if you if you research whoever's there's some organization pushing feminism in Nigeria, 
and I will bet money it's it, there's George Soros money behind it. Part of his uh, what is what is his thing called? Uh, something border something without borders or some shit like that. Uh, Borderless Society Foundation. I don't know. Um, he has this foundation, and he's basically there to disrupt countries and give make insert Marxism and feminism and this other shit. So if that's happening, are you, are you talking about his Open Borders Foundation or whatever? Yeah, open the Open Society Institute or some shit yeah, like that. Yeah. Right. So if they're the one now, this is all being funded. There's there's money behind this, and the problem with Africa, one of the problems with Africa, is Africa is completely dependent. And I, I'm not sure about it. May vary country to country, but Africa as a whole, especially sub-Saharan Africa, very dependent on foreign aid. So. What these foundations do is they basically dangle money in front of government's face to get them to change their laws. And the, the people aren't consulted. It's all about money. The people are just told, just, just take the money. And it's very hard. Like when somebody's offered money, it, it's almost like the terms of service. Like who reads the terms of service? You just hit accept. And, and you know, if it's, someone's offering you free money and there's a contract, like, hey, if you sign this contract, we'll give you free money. A lot of people are just going to sign the contract without reading it, and they don't realize that by accepting this money and by letting these these you know Western institutes, which are basically going to set up shop and start indoctrinating women into feminism, they don't realize what's going to, what that's going to do to their country. They just see the free money. So you, I mean, you, I don't know. I'm not an expert in Nigeria, but you may want to do some research and may want to fit, like kind of trace these organizations. Uh, if you have family in Nigeria, maybe you know. I don't. I don't know how successful you'd be. Like, can women vote in Nigeria? Yes, women can vote. Oh, in well, well, then you're fucked. Okay, so I'll just forget everything I just said. You're fucked. So, um, yeah. Good luck with that. But 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 if if in Nigeria, I want to I want to kind of start like educating men on like MGTOW and that like the nature of the woman and stuff like that without you know getting beheaded. Um, how do you think I might go about this to like get men in Nigeria to start to accept this thing? Uh, well, well, the problem is, is it, it's going to have to get bad first. I mean, MGTOW didn't really take off until 2009, like well into third wave feminism. Dude, you're going to have to repeat everything um, you just said. Are you talking about me? No, 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 me. no. I'm talking to CFM. How do I reach these kids? All right. Um, Basically, things are going to have to get really bad before people are going to be open to the red pill. I mean, you have to think how many decades of feminism it took for MGTOW to Fuck. become a thing. By the time things get that bad, it's going to be you're going to be so past the point of no return. And, and here's the thing: like I've talked to people, like there are MGTOW who are from India, and they try to red pill their Indian family members. It's impossible. Like, until you basically, until the families are already breaking down, until you have a couple generations of divorce rapes, people aren't going to listen. The, I mean, men's sex drive is too strong. They won't listen until it's too late. So are so, you saying that basically when feminism creeps into society, it's inevitable that it will reach well, its peak? you have to, what you do is you have to basically prevent women from voting. Because then you can have, and then you, you can, as long as women don't vote, you can have an honest, logical conversation. But once women vote, you're fucked. Like, they're going to outvote you. And the cucks, there's, there's going to be enough cucks that are going to vote with the women that they're going to have a majority. So there's really nothing you can do to stop them. And you can, you can red pill men here and there, but you're not going to get any large-scale red pill movement going because your society 
hasn't suffered enough. It's only when the suffering has been ratcheted up to a sufficient degree that a, you know, a red pill awakening mm. is going to happen. Like, I mean, right now, MGTOW's blowing up. It's not because my videos are so amazing. It's just red pilling the world. It's because the West is on the brink of extinction. And men are basically, mm. like, searching for answers, and that's how they're finding MGTOW. So there's not yeah it uh, yeah i wish i wish i had good news um but your women already vote and you're not going to take their vote away you can't they're gonna they're not going to let you but and men aren't going to get red pilled until things get really bad so my advice is just focus on yourself focus on those you care about but don't try to shove anything down their throat just be an example because they're not going to listen to you. You try to red pill someone who, like you're talking about, you really want to get married because that's what that's what your religion teaches. Um, I don't know what to tell you. Um, yeah, it it sucks. You can you can get married, but if she tries to d divorce you because feminism empowers her to do so, you have to be willing to do what must be done. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay. Uh Guys, do you mind if I get a couple, a few questions out of the way for yeah, the guests? Yeah. Right. Uh, first question is from uh, Circular Seven. He says, uh, "For the guests, anything you want to say to Crazy Candy because she's in the chat." Oh my goodness. So you know, if there's anything you want to say to her, you you want to put her in check. Nothing but love. Right are yeah. oh, we talking talking to the guest or me? No, no, I'm talking to the guest, dude. Yeah. Uh, big, big up, crazy candy. Uh, yeah. Big her up for. <laughs> she came on and down. just fucking shitted a you, whole bunch of lies on the show. If you're down, I didn't crush her. down with the whole, okay. if you're down with the whole Sharia thing and you, you know, you're down with it, then you know, link me up in it. Yeah, there you go. There we go. We another another love connection. <laughs> another right. TFM love connection formed. Yeah, what what is going on with the whole like you know MGTOW, everybody's hooking up? That's fucking hilarious. Well, yeah. what? If you've got if you've got any shards of feminism in your mind, like no. Like, well that that's what the pimp away, is for. That's what the pimp is for. Right, right. No, I so you're gonna give her you're gonna give her the pipe of Allah? There you go. Muslim you gotta, girl you're gonna, and no, you gotta, TCO you gotta do that. in a Skype chat. You got to do that whole like, like that that the the prayer chant while you're fucking slapping the shit out of her. Like, I mean, I wouldn't do that, but yeah, I would. That's like I'd wait until the call for prayer so that no one could hear her scream. Oh yeah, by the way, you know that. Do you like Nigerian meat? There you go. Do you have any Nigerian in you? When you have sex with your wife, you get rewarded for that. So. I just want to say hey, there you go, Muslim right. girl. He's got you covered. Look he's at gonna that. Give you a, he's going to give you a shot of protein. And, right. and if, as a wife, you, you you reject your husband's sex, you get cursed in Islam. So, right. Yeah. You get you get cursed with a knuckle sandwich. <laughs> <The poop> hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man, you triggered Muslim girl. Uh, Allah's going to yeah. curse you with loose teeth, courtesy of my fist. <laughs> so, would. Would you do the sweet corn challenge on uh Yeah, what's your <laughs> what is what is your status? What is your opinion on the sweet corn challenge? You listen, he's gonna I, I know where he's gonna what he's gonna say. Go on, go ahead. Dude. Do you? Yeah. Yo, sweet what what I, I don't know about the sweet corn challenge. You don't know? How long uh, have you been no, no. here? You better uh, educate him. 
Okay, so the sweet corn challenge, because you don't want to get shit on your dick while you fuck a girl in the ass. So you get her to eat sweet corn for a couple days, and then when you put it in her butt, instead of getting poop on your dick, it's just like fucking a can of sweet corn. Gross. <laughs> so what's your listen TCO? See, I know where you're coming from, bro. So would you put it in the bum? Would you? Would you? Would you go up Satan's? You know, would you put channel? the cat door in the back door? Would you cross well, the southern border? Yeah, I mean, I would know you people, go into the dark people, anyway. People like what they like. Would you cross yeah, the I mean, demilitarized zone. No, we're not, not talking about people. Hi, it's Mr. Brown Eye. I'm not. I'm not enticed by by the ass personally. There you go. What? I thought black guys like the the big booties. <laughs> what? what? You don't like the booties? Big man, I love the booties, fam. But you don't want to put your penis in it. No, I don't want to put my penis in the ass, though. <laughs> <laughs> man. Okay. Well, there you go, Muslim girl. I don't know where you, you what go. your thing is, but there you go. There's the line. There's yeah, a line in the right there. Know. And knowing is half the Muslim girl will find the way. She wants it in the bum. She, they all do. They all, they all say they don't. But then they always, they always say yes. In the bum. Anyway, in guys. Uh, next, next question. Uh, so this question is for you, but obviously it's about Muslim girl again. Uh, oh my gosh. Felix Elgato says. Um, anyway, says can Muslim girl sleep with non-muslims or is it some kind of crime is that for me i would assume so yes sir okay can she can she sleep with multiple men is that what you said is that what can, you said can she sleep with non-muslims oh non-muslims uh no okay basically because uh, in in islam yeah a muslim man he can he can marry uh, a jewish and a christian woman and a Muslim woman, but he, but a Muslim girl can't marry any, any, any other, any other man that's from any other religion, basically. What if he's trans-Muslim? Yeah, what if he identifies as Muslim? Right, right. Well, if he, if he, if he converts to to Islam, then yeah, she can. Okay. Okay. There we go. We, we uh, solved it. Next See, that was, this wasn't so hard. Look, it's so informative. Like, you know, right. I don't get why that, more that, YouTubers don't do this. Let's, see, guys, guys, let's get... <laughs> and that's because yeah, like, Islam, oh, we're Islam, recogni show. Islam, Islam recognizes, like, the the influence of the man and the woman, basically. So, because Islam wants to keep its, you know, keep its religion with its followers, in it. So, uh, a man is more influential in the house, you know, generally. So, the man is allowed to marry women from other religions but the woman because she's more influenced she's not allowed to marry any other man basically right well because you know if if the man has authority chances are the woman's going to convert anyway yep. so you could marry a, a an atheist woman as a muslim man and you're going to i mean a couple applications of the pimp hand and she'll wear a burqa so you know whatever yeah, and by the way, I just wanted to just uh, touch on that pimping thing. Uh, in the episode with, with the with the girl, you mentioned about uh, beating her around and stuff like that. There are actually laws regarding that. So first of all, you can't cause pain, and you can't hit her in the face. So yeah, you can't hit her at all in the face. Oh, you can't you can't hit her in the face, and you can't cause pain because the beating yeah, Wait, it's not what? like you're gonna. 
Wait, what, 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 do I have to like give her a painkiller before I knock her teeth out? Like, what's the? It's basically what's colors is basically say. It's just, guys, just wait, to remind guys, her. Just remember, this is going on YouTube, so let's try how and is... keep it. If we wait a minute, let's, how... let's get wait, our points across. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I think so, we're a little beyond that. So spank, wait, because yeah. spank. The whole point of spanking is to cause pain. So how do you how do you hit your wife without causing pain? All right, all right. Are you supposed to like thing, rubber yeah. pussy while you punch her? So like uh, the pleasure and pain cancel each I mean, other you, out you, i mean tfm you, you kind of mentioned it the last time though you kind of touched okay. it because it's actually to remind her do you understand because like normally it is now you're not allowed to beat your wife or whatever. oh so it's an attention but, getter but, but even spanking but, causes pain like i mean like a quick pimp slap is still going to cause pain it may not leave a mark but it's going to okay, cause pain the here's the thing yeah it says that okay. if your wife like if your wife messes up yeah then uh -huh. don't like leave her in bed. Like don't sleep with her in bed. You get me? Deny her right. sex, basically. Can you, yeah, I mean, fart in her face. Give her a Dutch up. oven. And if and if she if she still continues messing up, yeah, then uh -huh. then beat her. But the beating, yeah, is like just to remind her. Like I'm actually really pissed with you. you know right. Saying? No, I like, get. But all, how do you how do you beat her without causing pain? Like you need to tell me this like Vulcan neck pinch you're doing, which causes well, no be, pain. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, TFM, because the, I mean, the text was written in Arabic, yeah? And you have okay. to know that these things, these things were, they were translated. Are, they, are you so talking you about, like, excessive pain, permanent damage? Is that what you mean? Do you mean by not cause pain? Are you talking about causing injury? No, you, you, you're not allowed to cause pain. Like, you can't, you can't beat her, like, to the point she's crying and stuff like that. Like, you can't. But women can't cry over pain. everything. Wait. So, wait, yeah, DCO, so if you, if you pitch your wife. All right. Listen, Fuck, if you man. pitched your wife and she felt pain, would that be against the teachings in the Quran? Yeah. So yeah. how do you how do you what? punish someone what the without fuck? Yeah, causing even, pain? What's wrong? What I what happened? What you you well, can't not is... you can't have you can't have <laughs> discipline. You yeah. cannot be able to say, "Oh yeah, you're okay. You can yeah. beat your wife, but you can't cause pain." You, then you can't beat your wife. You just you. That's a self-canceling statement. There's no beating which doesn't cause pain. That's the point. Okay. You know, you know, you know, you know, like a toothbrush, yeah. Yeah. Like a you can beat her with a what, toothbrush. What a yeah, basically. You shank her like a like a prison bitch. Uh, well, no, no, not like a prison bitch. You can't you can't shank her, but just like I mentioned, basically just to remind her that yo, listen. And if you remember, m Muslim men they can get a second wife. Don't forget that. Muslim men, they can get a second well, wife. So if maybe, but if, you, if you can't beat either one of them, what's the point? Blood, fam. What's that, the point? You know that. You know oh, that's Okay, I have, I have a couple questions. Maybe TCO. Okay. I have a couple questions. Maybe I can bridge the gap in understanding here. Yep. You're. I'm assuming when you say you can't beat your wife, or I mean you can't cause her pain, we're discussing Sharia law. Is that correct? I didn't. We didn't hear you. My, are we, yeah, yeah, I, that, that's it. That's it. That's it. Okay, so you're discussing. Okay, so my question for you is, what does Sharia law define as pain? I mean, pain is general knowledge, isn't it? General. Pain well, like, I guess what I'm saying is, is it like you know, I've hit a guy, and other people might think that that might be painful. He certainly thought it was painful, but I thought it was an attention getter. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. Here, you don't. Here's you don't need here. all your teeth. 
here's the thing. Yeah, in Islam, yeah, there is a concept, and the concept is actions are judged according to your intention. Okay, so, okay. Well, what? Okay. So, in other words, if you if you give her the pimp hand out of love and she hurts, but you still love her, everything's okay. Yeah, if you give her the pimp hand out of love, yeah, oh. and she and she's crying out of pain, you you won't be re- like in in the Sharia, you won't be accounted for oh you you hit her oh you're gonna get punished so, for that. so as long as you pray okay the so, pimp, so in other words so if you pray yes. the pimp's prayer before right. you p- pimp slapper you're you're in the clear right. you have to say that you have to recite the pimp's prayer so so if i understand you correctly then what you, what you're saying then is is that if so if you discipline your wife right you, you give her the pimp hand but you wait until you're upset to do so you might actually hit her too hard and hurt her whereas if you just do it out of discipline and you're not like homicidally upset at her that's okay i mean basically because i mean we're, go- we're going deep into theory yeah but the truth is that in in practice yeah everyone knows these things like you know if you're gonna cause pain you know if you're pissed at your wife you know yeah yeah when you smack her and, yeah so right it's very practical basically you know we can go deep into it and that but we know when we're pissed at our wives you know when you know when we hit them and they're gonna get pain and stuff like that. So yeah, it's very right. practical. Okay, then I, I have another question about Sharia law and um, like Islamic behavior code. Um, is is the pimp's prayer considered heresy? Well, well, first of all, yeah, there's nothing like a pimp's pimp's prayer. Oh, that, that doesn't exist. Would you like me to teach yeah. you the pimp's prayer so you can carry we, it? We can help you out, yeah. So, Wait, well, this, this, you, could, you could culturally appropriate it from Yeah, us. we we'll, give you we'll permission. Well, we, we took it from the boondocks, so it's completely right. not even our thing. So here you say, well, yeah. I guess you'd have to, you, you would say Allah. I don't know how to how to pray. You say, you Instead of saying Lord, you say Allah, right? Lord, you, Lord Allah, Allah is basically Arabic for God. So yeah. So what's the equivalent of Lord in, in uh, for, for Muslims? Well, Lord means Rob. That that that's that's Arabic for Lord. But Allah is just basically means God. Okay, so or pretty, if alright, so I'll, 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 Arabia call God Allah. Alright, so, so I'll just say could, I'll, I'll pray, say God. We can pray to Allah for the well, pimp's pants. I'll just say I'll just replace the word Lord with God. Okay, so you say, God, please have mercy on the soul of this bitch. Guide my pimp hand to make it strong, God, that she might learn a hose place. Amen. And that oh, is amen. that that is the pimp's prayer. So you can carry that with you, and teach it, and then then you recite the pimp's prayer before you give her the pimp hand, and it doesn't right. cause her pain, because you it said a prayer. Plus twelve to your attack, and right. minus fourteen to her defense. Exactly. Yeah, it works. It's, a, it's, a, it's a critical uh, yeah. hit. She, oh my god! Yeah. Ho fainted. Uh, the whole fucking chat's going if, wild if can, with amen. You can notice. <laughs> If you can notice, I'm kind of like very careful what I say because I don't want to misrepresent anything. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to have like a machete waiting for you when you get back. We get it. (laughs) Nah, I'm good. Anyway, guys, next question. Um, It's from King Carol Yoshi. He says, uh, for the guest, how does Islam handle prostates? Okay, so basically, apostate meaning like when they leave Islam, innit? Yeah. Okay, basically, yeah. In Islam, yeah, Islam is the only religion in the world to say, and I'm literally quoting a verse from the Quran, yeah, La ikrafi din, and that means there is no compulsion in religion. Do you understand? So, 
it, I mean, like, Islam has had empires around the world. I'm, I'm sure you know this, yeah? A lot of people <coughs> that are not Muslims, yeah, mm-hmm. that left Islam and this and that, they lived under those empires and they were all right on the Sharia, on the Sharia states. Maybe where this idea of, oh, if you live Islam, then you'll be killed. Maybe where it came from, yeah, and I'm not very sure, but I'm, I, I suspect very much this is where it came from. It's probably a hadith, yeah, or maybe a verse or something, whereby during the times of war, there were some hypocrites in the Muslim camp. Do you understand? Or it, so, might, it might be something that's more yeah. based on specific cultures, like certain cultures' interpretation of Islam. Like, cause, cause what I see most of that, most of that's coming from the Middle East. Again, I don't. Mm. Do we have any Asian Muslim? We need an Asian Muslim from like Indonesia, because I don't, I don't think they're like that. I think it's it's more like Middle Eastern Islam is the more militant, violent, beheading kind of Islam. I, I mean, I mean, TFM. I think the 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 better way to look at it, yeah, is to it doesn't matter where they come from, yeah. I think it's better to get orthodox muslims like because like like you know today that there are shia muslims sunni muslims muslims with this culture muslims with that culture it's best to get muslims here that actually follow the like the original way it was because it was once one thing and it kind of like branched out into several things now me for example like you know there are some liberal muslims who believe that oh it's all right to be gay you understand but me because i believe in the original although i live in a place whereby it's frowned upon I don't think it's I don't think gay sex is okay because of my beliefs. So I think it's Orthodox Muslims that are better to bring on rather than Indonesian Muslims or if you really want to know exactly what Islam says about it. Okay. There we go. Okay. Um one second. <laughs> Question for uh Dickus Maximus. But I guess, what does the Quran think about traps? Are they gay? <laughs> about is... Trump? No, a traps. Traps. Are traps. Are traps gay according to Islam? This is. These are the questions we need asked on the TFM show. What? What? Let me just mention this. Yeah, mm-hmm. Islam. Islam doesn't differentiate between people. So right. when Islam is when Islam is given a law, it just says, "All people do this. All right. people do that." It doesn't say white, black, Asian, no, well, gay. But do you not know what a trap we're talking, is? We're talking about, we're talking about yeah, traps. Is cross-dressing allowed in Islam? Can a man no. dress as a woman? Okay, no, no. What what if they <laughs> what if they're really feminine and they really look like a woman and they look really okay. good in like a burqa? No, here's the thing. Yeah, Islam okay. is very, very, um, like it's a very like if you're a man. It, it encourages you to be a man's man. Do you understand? Like the alpha male type of thing. Like it, it really encourages you to do that. So it really frowns upon a man dressing like a woman or a man wearing lipstick or a man um, catwalking and stuff like that. It really frowns upon that. So yeah, I, I, that's what I would say to that. Well, I mean, you say frowned upon, but are traps gay? Like, do you think if a man dresses as a woman? As a woman. No, they're has, not gay. No. Has, but what if he has sex with other men? Is that gay? Okay, well, if he has sex with other men, then that that is that is a sin. There you go. Okay, so our trap. Well, it, not just no, but so being a trap is a sin, but our traps gay. Uh, well, I don't know. It, oh, see, I mean, so like, if, if Islam gay is on the fence. That... We're on the fence. No, un- no, no, inclusive. It's not. 
No, it's not. It's not on the first. Like if. It's well, at least he doesn't first. fuck ourselves. So, you know. There you go. Give the first. That. The first thing I said is that it, Islam doesn't differentiate. So when Islam gave the law on homosexuality, yeah, it just said people, like men and men, don't fuck. Basically, men and men don't have sex with each other. Basically, you didn't say oh gay or oh, straight. So if two straight people want to flip in, get uh, try a experiment or something, and they have sex with each other then they're, they, they come into the sin. It doesn't look take, oh, you're gay or not gay. No, it doesn't do that. Okay, there you go. So you heard it here first. There's the, Islam takes no position on the our traps gay argument. <clears throat> okay. Now that the question is right, I mean, no. Yeah, oh, wait, there's one last question. Uh, question from Ask to Mouth to Cup. He says, what is your thoughts on Ayan... Hirsi Ali. Who's that? I don't know who that, that, that is. I don't know. Are you on Hirsi Ali? Um, you, someone might have to Google her. To f I don't know who yeah. that is. One second, let me just do it now. One second. Oh, right her there. Her name or something? Uh, yeah, Ayan Hirsi Ali. He's a Somalian-born Dutch-American activist, feminist, author, scholar, and former Dutch politician. Okay. okay. I mean, she, I don't think she's done anything memorable apart from wine, but... Um, so she's a I feminist. Mean, what, what, what I'm going to say to yeah. that, yeah, is that my thoughts on her is that, because I don't know her, but I already heard that she's a feminist. So this is what I'm going to say. Islam and feminism are not compatible. Do you know why? Because, like in in the in the book called the, the Second Sex by Simone de Beauvoir, she basically says and she admits that women, yeah, they have they are not as intelligent as men. They have uh, they are not they don't have the capacity to be able to take in the world as much as men. And some other examples, but the feminist narrative is that although all these things are true, yeah, it doesn't matter. That, that is basically the feminist narrative. It doesn't matter. However, in Islam, it does matter. So for you to say you're a feminist and you want to try to put that in line with Islam, it's not, no, it's not compatible. That's all I have to say to you. There you go. Okay. Um, I think I think that's it for this segment. And uh, unless there's anything else that you want to cover TCO before we move on. Uh no, I mean what I have to say is that and then thank you, thank you for thank you for this opportunity to talk to you, TFM, and I really mm -hmm. appreciate your work. And well, you know, here's what's interesting: I'm not aware of too many other YouTube channels that actually have Muslims on their shows semi regularly to talk about these issues. Like every everybody produces content yeah. talking about immigration, and like they don't talk, but they don't talk to Muslims. Yeah, I mean, and that's the main reason why I thought I should comment because I know I'm not the only Muslim who listens to this, and and I know that other Muslims that like, when they hear stuff because like, um, I don't know if you know this um, lady, um, Lauren Southern. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, yeah. I'm familiar. Yeah. yeah, I know she's anti-feminist, and even people like uh, Milo Yiannopoulos. Uh, I don't know if he, I don't know if he's MGTOW, but I know that he's anti-feminist. And, uh, uh, even he's, he's definitely Sa not Mig Well, he's married. He's he got married like last year, so he's definitely not MGTOW. 
Yeah, and even Sargon of Akkad, you get me? Like all yeah. these people, yeah. Not none of them are MGTOW. Exactly. So I, I just thought like this would be a good platform for me to be able to reach people who listen to those people as well, or know those people as well, to know that these people are chatting shit basically yeah. when it comes to Islam. I, I don't, uh, I don't I know mean, if we'll, I don't know if we have too many Lauren Southern fans in the in the audience, but uh, no, I'm subscribed okay. to Sargon, Milo. Yeah. Mm, I mean, he's he he's kind of like other than his the way his his boisterous delivery, he's not really saying anything that deep. Red so, Red Pill philosophy, you know him? Yeah, he's yeah he's he's more of like a kind of a bro. He's full of shit. Yeah, he, he's the first guy I got like oh, okay. that. So he, he he made that one video. About him. Yeah. There you go. Well, he made he, he, run, he, he, had, he had his ninth symphony, and then it's everything else is just downhill from there. Yeah, he had that one video about like while the women getting punched after they started a fight with a man. And that was awesome, but yeah, that's pretty much the only thing I've really watched of his. Yeah, it was women get a taste of gender equality. Or yeah, oh, that was awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he he's a savage. Yeah. Well, I mean, I did that video. About the woman getting punched on the bus for telling a guy to man to stop man spreading, and I got a strike on my channel. It's like I mean, of course you will get a strike on your channel. I mean, YouTube yeah. very. But but I, I didn't even show it. It's not like I showed video of women getting punched. I had we were talking about a news article, and I got a strike on my channel. Yeah, it's okay. That's sad. Anyway, TCO, uh, you can have the final uh, say. Oh yeah. Uh, once again, thank you, thank you for this opportunity, and uh, people listening, uh, just know that basically I'm a Muslim, yeah, and just just if you if you if you hear anything about Islam, yeah, just basically actually get the original source and know what it says about it before yeah. you come into come to your conclusions, basically. Uh, yeah, and uh, stay safe out there, boys. There Take care, man. It was thank good you. talking to you. It was great. Cheers. <laughs> Bye. All right. Cheers. cheers. Oh, see, that's three three Muslims. We've interviewed three Muslims on the TFM show. You know the uh, thing about, uh, you, you know uh. thing about having the, the Muslims on is that they're not potatoes. They actually, they're well-spoken, they're articulate, they can say, you know, share their thoughts. Right. No, and the thing is, I'm not, uh, and, you know, I kind of, I went, I, I push back, because my problem with the, the, the Muslims is not so much the religion it's the way that they kind of go in and take over certain enclaves and certain like right, imposing culture. sharia law through violence and terrorism that, right. that's that's no bueno guys stop doing that just assimilate make the case have your children you know you, you don't need to kill people and take over a country and have no go zones so right. you know it's that's that's my issue don't this game fucking check. sucks, by the way. I, I was quiet this whole time. <laughs> every level, every level is basically oh. her being raped or groped. Like, there's one level where a guy, like, flashed her with a trench coat. This level, this level, his, her husband had marital rape, like, basically just Bur had sex with her. And oh, my God. So what did every, every level, she gets raped. And then she writes a letter using some kind of crossword or word search bullshit, and then something happens. Like, all these posters on the wall are from these Jeez. successful feminist campaigns she's launched from her jail cell. 
by writing so letters ha- to people. Have you have you figured out how she got there in the first place? No. Well, there's one more chapter, so we're gonna find out oh. how she got to prison. She probably murdered her husband. I, I that again. I'm, I'm still calling it. It's the uh, the feminist wish fulfillment where she like murders a man or she's like the victim of the patriarchy. Those are my two. Um, right. Right. My, my well, maybe the feminists put her in jail because she wouldn't paint her hair blue or green or some shit. Yeah, she'd need more hair dye. Right. Marriage does not grant automatic and perceptual consent. It does, actually. It's in the vows. It's called to have and to hold. And just like women have perpetual... The man has perpetual consent to take care of your stupid ass financially, keep his fucking dick moist. <laughs> exactly. Um, honestly, there's no point... No, I actually dis- I disagree, Celestine, and I'll explain why. You can't... You shouldn't punish instincts. You know, instincts... Behavior is the only thing that really should be punished. So, you know, women are hypergamous. Well, what are you going to do about that? It's their instincts. And in fact, hypergamy is actually a catalyst for evolution. So, in punishing it, not going to... It's like this whole toxic masculinity bullshit. Like trying to shame and punish men for being men. Like, or like a fat shaming. Like, oh, men need to stop being attracted to young, beautiful women. No, like, no, it's, it's, men can't help it. Like, they've even done studies, blind men who have been born blind, have never seen a woman. They still find traditionally attractive women attractive. Even though they've never seen anything in their life. They were born blind. But when they're allowed to feel different body shapes, they find thin women more desirable than fat women. They find symmetrical faces more desirable than unsymmetrical faces. Hold on, we got another one. Great idea! I love it. I love it. I love that idea, Celestina. Um, I'm gonna. I'll do it. Um, we're gonna do a green eggs and ham parody. There you go. It's gonna be about the sweet corn challenge. I like it. So those people who haven't actually read TFM's book yet, it is actually very good. Um, it's Ooh. written in verse. It's a Christmas right. story. Oh, can you? And oh, it's I was, hilarious. I was gonna say. Um, Cat is you, you still well, 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 hang on a second before you say anything. Okay. Um, I, yes, I am planning to do the whole thing for you. Okay. On, uh, closest to Christmas. There we go. Just that's why you so right, just so... please don't put it out there yet because I want it to oh, catch you. You're gonna do the sweet corn challenge? The sweet corn challenge? Oh, Seriously? <laughs> no. Okay, so yeah, I wrote, right. I wrote a well, let me get back to the previous question. So, um, when it comes to hypergamy and narcissism and everything like that, um, the behavior is the only thing you can actually punish, the only thing you should punish, because it's the only thing that they're consciously doing. You, you can't just excuse negative behavior because there's a biological impetus behind it. Like, you know, there is a the inst like, there's a male instinct, like the dominance instinct promotes violence right but you still can't you can't just tolerate violence because there's an instinctual there's an instinct behind it but you can't outlaw and punish dominance because it's it's natural it's an instinct but you you do have to punish the behavior the violence so when it comes to hypergamy 
you punish the behavior, you don't punish the instinct because you can't change the instinct. It's, it's innate. So it doesn't make any sense. It'd be a waste of time and then you would basically that you wouldn't be able to affect it anyway. But you can affect the behavior, which is why even though women are hypergamous, when they're in an environment where there's male authority, they're fine. Like, you just... Because they, there's punishments, but the punishments are for their behavior. It's like... Like, whenever people try to disprove hypergamy, they try to point to some woman who didn't act on her hypergamy. Like, oh, my great-grandma stayed with my great-grandpa for life, and even though she could have left him for a younger man, oh, she didn't. So that disproves hypergamy. No. Hypergamy is, and biologists even agree, it's an innate reproductive, uh, you know, what's it called? It's a reproductive strategy that's innate to animals across the animal kingdom. To say that great-grandma didn't have it is retarded. She just didn't act on it. And it's the same way with well, dominance. But Go ahead. I think the other side of that, too, is, is that is it with hypergamy, if the woman sees you as the highest value man she can get, her hypergamy is going to make her go out of her way to make her happy what so you know until she doesn't until her hypergamy says that you're no longer the the number one choice she's she's going to be there i mean so that's why you hear about these people who have like you know these great relationships and great marriages and then something will happen and she'll choose somebody else or, she, or you're no longer the, the number one choice mm -hmm. then she fucking prays and then she matches right so yeah there's again it's all about the behavior, and there has to be con if there's consequences to the behavior, they won't act on the behavior. <laughs> and no, I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not responding to that Papa MGTOW comment. So, and I'm not going to confirm or deny that either. It may be true. You'll never know. Okay. Uh... Yes. Do some questions, guys. Did my mic go to shit for a second? Your yeah, your mic did. did go to shit for a yeah. second. Totally potato. Right. Did you understand anything of what I said? I, no, I I understood what you we, said. You yeah, just we heard it. You, you were banished okay. to the thought dimension for like a minute. Clearly, okay. Yay, internet. Yep. Anyway, um, question from uh, F. Berserker12, he says, uh, what do you think of Terry Crews' accusation of his manager touching him, touching his dick? Uh, we did a, we covered it on the 420 show a couple weeks ago. I think it's good that um, men are speaking out and it's not just women like pointing, oh, the patriarchy, even though it was a guy. Like, because here's the thing, you know, if women are going to lose their shit about the smallest thing like a, oh a guy flirted with you oh you need to lose your career clearly if you're a guy and some guy some person in a position of authority is fondling your dick that's clearly over the line so if women can get people fired for glancing at them and flirting with them you know you shouldn't be able to grab a man's dick i mean i again i've made this point i just want consistency if it's okay to grab men's dicks, because they've shown videos, like they're firing all these males from like NBC for sexual harassment, but there's like video wait, of so women fondling male second. athletes. Is, is Wait, so is Terry Crews' uh, manager, is she a woman? No, no, no it's, a, it's a guy. But oh, still, okay. it's still, but like as far as yeah, I know, no, okay, as okay. far as I know, the, the person who grabbed Terry Crews' dick isn't losing his job. He's not being driven out of the industry even though he grabbed someone's private you know his private parts uh now if that was a woman he would be you know run out of town but 
you grab it's it's a stump. I just want consistency. Can we just have one standard where okay, if we all agree you can't grab people by the by their by their genitals, fine. Then let's nobody grabs anyone by the genitals. But when you have women like female sports reporters, you know, feeling guys up and you know, they're doing like a locker room conversation and they're like touching him and feeling him up and stuff like that, grabbing his dick. It's like, come on. Like that clearly oh, that wouldn't be tolerated if the genders were reversed. Like just consistency. Just I just want consistency. Okay. Uh Okay. Uh, the the last, it's the last chapter. We're going to find out how she went to prison. Oh, shit. Here we go. Chapter 8 of 8. We're the final hey. word search. Maybe, yeah, I was going to say, maybe it'll be like a superpower word search or some shit. It, there's actually going to be some gameplay. Like, what the fuck? Gameplay at the last minute. And then it'll crash. Yeah. It's like a fucking Doki Doki Literature Club. Like everything goes all fucking jump scare, psychological horror, the last chapter. What a twist. I'm waiting for... Wait, how far are we, are we uh, from this twist? No, I'm just joking. There is no twist. We're moving. Next question. So, so what happened? Is, is, what, is she... Do you know why she's in there? No. She's retarded. That's why wait. she's in there. No, she just she just walked out in street clothes. So I think they let her out of prison. They never explain how she went to prison. Maybe she was in a prison in her mind. Oh, shit, they're gonna, she's in that, that's a camera crew, so we're going to find out what she's in there. What? Oh, okay. So apparently some politician made a call and got her pardoned because she's been such an inspiration to women everywhere with her, her letters. Jeez. The Jesus. end. We know, what the was end. she in prison for? That's all I wanted Hilda. to know. What did she do? Yeah. They, they won't tell I us. Wanted, I wanted to see when she, like, fucking stabbed a guy because she lost her. She just snapped. <laughs> like, some guy told her good morning, and she's right. like, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, guys, next question. Um, it's from uh, the Buster. He says, uh, for all, what is your opinion about Rouge V? Is he MGTOW? I oh. I firstly feel that he, no, he's not MGTOW. No, he's PUA. He's no, no, he's got some MGT he's got some MGTOW ideas about him, but that's only because uh, he's catching up with uh, yeah. last year. He's he's forced it like he's forced to adopt MGTOW reality, but he's not Dude, MGTOW. Wait, I have to say this. This developer has a fedora on. There's like the during the credits. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> The, the, the one of the developers' avatar in the credits is wearing a fedora. Fantastic! Why are we not surprised? I just, oh, I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just that was worth. No, 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 out. no. That's probably you know what his kids are probably not his, so we understand. Right. They're Chad um, Tyrone's kids. Exactly. No, I think that, that Roosh is Roosh is red pill. Um, he he's PUA. He's he, I mean I think he's more like former PUA, and I th really think that his big his big wake up was that he tried to push that neo-masculinity movement and he went to Canada and he got assaulted in the street and they deplatformed him and they like went out and witch hunted him and tried to have him removed. I think it was Toronto, I think is where it was. Um, I think he realized how bad it was at that point because at that point feminists like absolutely went after him. And uh, 
you know, I think he's been forced just because of, of the witch hunts. He's been forced to accept certain MGTOW realities. But, you know, he still likes to get his dick wet. And he still has some misconceptions of MGTOW in general. I actually like Roosh. I like a lot of what he says um, as far as, you know, female nature and stuff like that. But there's a lot that MGTOW, I think, brings to the table that the PUA community doesn't get and doesn't understand. And that even the Red Pill community doesn't get and doesn't understand. I think he's more of a he's more of a tradcon now than he is a PUA. I th- I've seen that. You know, I was hoping because the PUAs, I thought I, this is in my naivete. I thought that as as things got more dangerous to be a PUA, that the PUA community would kind of move towards MGTOW, but they're actually moving towards the, tra- the tradcons. So, which is which is unfortunate. But that I've seen that like Ross Jeffries and I guess Rush V, they, they're red pill. They they understand some red pill stuff, but they seem to be kind of throwing their hat with the traditionalists rather than MGTOW. Yeah, is, something about false rape allegations and harassment allegations are probably terrifying well, them. Yeah, and well, and some and, of and them, some of, right, them are, some of them are in long term relationships, and so they right. they kind of they've already got one foot in that camp anyway. Right. Well, and it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, one of Roosh's recent videos was about tradcon, or he called them trad thoughts. Trad thoughts are not are not trad. And he was talking about how he actually had this girlfriend who he thought was a tradcon and was great, and it turned out she was just a thought. And like he even said, he's like, she tricked me. And uh, you know, I thought it was interesting because he like woke up. But the other thing that I thought was good about it was is that. You know, we're all human, right? So, you know, eventually there's going to be a piece of pussy out there that's going to be our kryptonite. We just got to be able to, you know, know how to avoid it where we can. Yeah. Uh, Next question. Uh, Question from Dickus Maximus. Is there going to be a Christmas special TFM show? How's the book, The Dolomite Balls, going along? What do you mean? Like, uh, here's here's the thing about the doll in my balls. I know it sounds like people thought of it as a joke. I actually put a lot of work into it. Um, <laughs> I'm actually a pretty good writer, and I wrote the entire book in verse. It's 14 pages. It's a Christmas poem story that actually has structure and tone, and it's well written. Like, you'll read that, and you'll you'll think that it was professionally written by like a. I, I'm not going to say like a Pulitzer Prize winning author or anything, but it's, it's a well written. Like I, I would put it up like it's an from established. A, it's an established author's written work. I mean, it's, it's it. I would put it up against any other book of that caliber. Definitely. Yeah, it, now here's the thing. So I wrote it like a legit, and I even I did the formatting. The reason why it doesn't work on regular Kindles is because I didn't. I wanted to maintain the pictures and the fonts and the formatting. So it doesn't work on like the old style Kindles. It only work on like the Kindles that have the color and the pictures. But I wrote it with an actual an eye to like the professional. So other than the premise of the like the book is about a sex doll that comes to life on Christmas Eve. So obviously, uh, but aside from the premise, it's like a it's a straight Christmas poem. Like and it's made to be read as like a legit Christmas poem. It's just that the subject of the Christmas poem is about a sex doll that comes to life on Christmas Eve. So it, it's funny. It's not, but it's not like. A joke. It's not like it's just—it's full of laughs. It's basically a legit Christmas story, but the premise is what makes it funny. So it's actually—it's classified as like parody, but it's not like a—you know—it's not 
you know, toilet humor or anything like that. There's no jokes in it. It's just the entire, the entire, the book itself well, is the joke. It's tasteful, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. a tasteful joke. Right, and, and I don't, there's no, I don't cuss in it. Um, there are pictures of Celestina, um, but they're tasteful. And there's no, it doesn't, there's no nudity. It doesn't, there's not, there's no like nipples or vag or anything. But um, yeah, it's a good book. It, it's only three dollars. If you scroll down, if you're on Twitch, if you scroll down, there's a button that'll take you to the Amazon link where you can purchase the book on Kindle. There's there's no hard copy version because it, it's so short. It's only 14 pages. The the minimum pages for a hard copy book is 24 pages. But when I write that Green Eggs of Ham book, I could combine them into one book, and then maybe I'll I'll get that printed. Okay. Um, and regarding the TFM show, the Christmas show special, um, I need we to just, speak to TFM about, about Aren't that. we doing a dumpster fire? We'll, yeah, we'll try and work something out. I mean, we, I mean, if we, well, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to say too much. Well, that's going to be the 23rd, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be the 23rd. I mean, I'd be down for a dumpster fire. Okay. Um, it's all up in the air, really, for right now. But we'll, we'll have a chat after the show. Okay. Um, but anyway, next question. It's from Old Man Granny Five. He says, "TFM, why did the U.S. government have to break up Standard Oil for having a monopoly? Couldn't the free market have stopped the monopoly?" Uh, well, I mean, the government's always looking for more power. Standard Oil was actually facing competition from the light bulb industry because they, they were trying to sell, you know, kerosene lamps. And then the light bulb was invented, which created competition. So, yeah, it really, it didn't need to be broken up. It's kind of like people are talking about, we need to break up Google and Facebook. They're too powerful. But honestly, you see competition sprouting organically. You know, there, there was Vidme, Mind. Now, Vidme went bankrupt because they didn't really think things through. They relied too much on the the lowering cost of materials and, and processing. So, but uh, you know, you got BitChute, you got Twitch. There's plenty of competition for for YouTube. Uh, when it comes to Google, it's like you know, there's DuckDuckGo. There's there's already competition. This whole idea of oh no, Google is everything. I, I I just can't be bothered to go to Bing or DuckDuckGo. It's just I have to use Google for all my searches. I have to go to YouTube. There's just nowhere to Cuck go. Lives matter. I have to use Facebook. Like you know, there's there's Gab, there's BitChute, there's Twitch. There's plenty of platforms, but people are lazy and then they cry to the government like oh, break them up. Oh, just just stop. There's it's dumb. Even De Beers, when, when De Beers actually had a monopoly of all the diamond mines, people just started making diamonds in laboratories. So the free market works. It's just you don't need to. You need to be all crazy. Okay, uh, a couple more questions that we'll bring on next guest. Uh, right. Question from. Uh, Tyler Durden. He says, for TFM, as an atheist, how do you celebrate Christmas? Um, I mostly celebrate Black Friday, where I get stuff on sale. That's that's really what it's all about. Alright, so discounts and shit. Yeah, I mean, like, 
if I if I do something with my family or something like that, you know, whatever. There's people who don't even believe in Christmas still like you know get out a tree and buy presents. You know, like when you watch most stuff about Christmas on TV. They don't even talk about Jesus. It's like, you know, oh, Christmas is a time for family and presents. Like, what about Jesus? Isn't it Jesus' birthday? No one cares about Jesus. You know? I'd be pissed if I were baby Jesus. Like, it's your birthday and everyone's just talking about, like, getting presents and, and family and mistletoe and cookies. It's like, bitch, it's my birthday. I died for your sins. God damn. All right. What's the Jesus question, got to do question. around here? Next question. Well, before we move on, next question for, All right. from Dark Knight 1872. He says, TFM is a socialist parasite. As socialist parasites gain more control of our politics and vote for implementing socialist policies, do you believe it's worthwhile to become financially successful? Or rather, should we limit our pr- productivity in order to starve the parasites and accelerate the collapse? The government can just print money, so there's, you know, you can't starve the government. When the government, if the government can't tax it, they'll just borrow it or they'll print it. So, nothing you do, again, I've used the analogy of, like, using a garden hose on the beach while a tidal wave is coming. You could be like, oh, I'm going to stick it to the government, I'm going to go to the beach, I'm going to spray the beach with a garden hose. The tidal wave is coming, what little water you're spraying on the sand isn't going to mean anything. So you might as well just focus on yourself. And, you know, who fucking cares? That When the tidal wave comes, it's going to take everything out. Now, when, when you're talking about building wealth, I've always used the standard of think about the lifestyle you want to live, where you want to do, where you want to live, what you want to do, what will make you happy. Now, once you can afford to do that, you're rich. So if your dream is to live off, live off the grid in a fucking micro house and just, you know, eat tree bark, you don't need a lot of money to do that. So get your money together, go f- live your dream, and you're rich. If your dream is to snort cocaine off of hookers' asses, you're probably going to need a little bit more money. So you make whatever money you need to to live the lifestyle you want and to do what you want that will make you happy and just do that. So n- not everybody's dreams require millions of dollars. So if, if living simply and frugally is the easiest path to your dreams, then do that. If you need more money, earn more money. But don't, here's the thing, don't let other people affect your life. Like, don't be like, well, I, I, I want to live this lifestyle, but I really want to stick it to the government and these, these socialist parasites. No, 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 fuck them. Don't even worry about them. Don't even think about them. You live your life and you be happy. You know, let the socialist parasites, let, let them worry about their own shit. They're fucked anyway. They're already dead. Okay. All right, let's bring on the next game. Uh, goes by the name of a random nutter. Okay. He'd like to talk to you two about uh, number one, getting shit tested and passing without knowing it. Two, meeting my first SJW and winning my fight with them. Three, courts and the CSA. Uh, okay. Four, commies infiltration. All right, this will be interesting. I don't even know what this game's about. I played this first part of a game where I was like clicking on frogs for to kiss them, and some of the frogs were underage. Some some this fucking game. This game is at least the last game made sense. It was boring, but at least it made sense. I don't even know what the fuck's going on in this game. Hi, how's it going, mate? 
Yo. Hello, welcome to the Turtling Monkey Show. Cheers, mate. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. All right, so yeah, you had a lot of different stories you wanted to tell. So just whichever one you want to start with. Uh, yeah, well, I guess the shit testing one was uh, quite a funny story. I was going out with this girl. Um, we're both in university at the time, so yeah, uh, I hadn't really been in that many like living in relationships. So at which point, because I had my own flat uh, now, so in this situation, got my own flat. Right, uh, she comes to stay. She's uh, we get in a fight, and she's like really pissed at me because uh, you know, well, I can't even fucking remember. And I think we were arguing about who was going to pay what on the shopping bill actually. So we get into this big fucking fight. And uh, at which point I'm writing my dissertation because I'm doing an honors degree at, at this point, right? So I'm like, right, hashtag what the fuck ever, type away, read the stuff, you know, figure out the all this stuff because I'm doing uh, a STEM field and that, so you know, it, it's a lot of dry math and that. Sense. So I've got right. like diagrams. You got, you got more important shit to do. Yeah, pretty much. And I, she was saying, you're ignoring me. It's just like, well, if I want to get a job, you know, and pay for the shit. <laughs> what do you think I'm going to need to fucking do in this situation right now? You know, I'm going to need to hand in that bit of paper to get the other bit of paper to then stack paper. You know, that that that's kind of the fucking chain, yeah. the supply chain that goes on here. You know, right. That that that's the the way the logistics flows. So at which point, you know, she was a bit pissed, a bit huffy. She's like, hmm, hmm, hmm. and I was like, oh fuck, I can't, I can't be doing with this. You know, it's hard to write a, like a top level dissertation, right? It's going to get you that that, that sweet grade that's going to help you pass, right? even like in the best of circumstances so at which point I, I just ignored her for the, like the rest of the day and then i finally got get into bed and then she says to me she turned around she's just like it's just that and i was like no just no and then there's a pause like that and she's like what and it's like well what do you think i mean by no and she goes i don't understand it's like it's the opposite of yes and she just looks at me like like completely flabbergasted. You know, she she doesn't know what to do. So because I, I was just in such a fucking mood, where I was just like, no, I'm not having this. Not in my fucking house. Not when I'm the one paying the bills today. It's just like, nah, fuck that shit. So like, you know, you you gave up your right to talk to me about any of this shit when you fucking basically tried to short the bill. You know. So I was right. like, nah, get the fuck right. And so uh, and I said to her, I was like, where are we? And she's like, um, your flat. I was like, yes, my flat. Now, which room are we in? The bedroom. It's like, good, good, we're, we're getting there. Right now, in the bedroom, where are we? In the bed. Yes. Yes, we are. What What are the two main activities that we do in the bed? And then she was like, uh, was like either fucking or sleeping. Right? It's not the place to have a discussion. And, and I just fucking, she's just like, oh, I'll fucking leave. And I was like, pack your shit, get the fuck out. Now. He's like, or how about you decide what you want to say to me we'll have a fucking discussion about it like adults tomorrow morning then we can fucking fix whatever it is okay so but until that point i don't want to fuck all out of you unless it's either you're snoring or the sound of us fucking so what's it going to be so anyway she rolled over and was very very annoyed with me when i tried to cuddle up to her so i started laughing and fucking it was a big bed so i just slept on the other side i was like "Uh uh-huh Right. So yeah, and I didn't realize that you know she was basically shit testing me or what it was about right. at all. But I was yeah. just so fucking mad. I was just like, no, I'm not having the piss taken in my own house, you know. And 
yeah, so the next day we had a fucking chat about it and then we sorted it out and everything was fine. Right. And I and I bet she she apologized and she was the sweetest thing from from probably for a good couple of days. Uh yeah, yeah, basically yeah. for the rest of the month, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, basically I mean sh passing a shit test is really easy. All you got to remember is treat them like you would treat someone you weren't trying to fuck. Yeah, pretty much. And the thing is, right, uh, I just passed it completely by accident, you know? So, it could, because I had, like, some relationships, but this was the first girl that I allowed to move in, you know? So that was my first mistake. Well, oh well. well yeah, so, what happened in the end? Sorry. You know, are you still with her? Oh, God, no, no, I got rid of her. She's got a chuff like I was asleep, so I had to boot her out. Oh, shit. Sorry, Tiffin, over to you. No, no, sorry, my, my foot got caught in the cord. I'm like, oh shit, did I unplug something? So, no, everything looks fine. Um, nah, mate, we can still hear you. Um, okay. No, the thing about shit tests is, basically, if you give in to their shit test, you're communicating to them that you're willing to basically put up with their bullshit. And that you wouldn't do that unless they were above you. And by basically telling them, get the fuck out, this is my house, fuck you. Like, don't tell me what to do, you know where the door is? the way her brain will interpret that is oh man he doesn't give a shit about me oh he's he's so much better than me oh and then her hypergamy will kick in and her pussy will get super wet and she'll want to hate fuck you it, it you know it's dumb it doesn't make sense from a guy's perspective but that's that's female thinking that's hypergamy for you yeah I can give you um, a kind of like non-sexual um, um, example as well and that actually that I ran into um my first graduate level job that I got, because I handed in the dissertation after I got rid of that thought and fucking passed. You know, uh, that was me uh, using my brain finally, instead of my cock. Uh, right, yeah, so I, I get the job and uh, I'm working away and I'm at the far end of the office and near the server room because, you know, I work in tech. So one of the data scientist people comes up to me and is like, oh, excuse me, I've got a problem with my computer. So I was like, so I, I remember the girl, so I was like, right, fine. It's like, uh, is it one of the Intel chipsets you've got? It's like, yeah, yeah, I think so. It's like, what, what do you mean you think so? It's like, well, I think I tried to take the drivers. I was like, oh, fuck this. I was like, right, fine. I, I think I've got a similar chipset and uh, a machine at home, right? I'll, I'll come take a look at it. Just give us five minutes. So I finish up that support call and, you know, go down there. And then I, I ask her if she can log into the machine. She's like, yeah, fine. You know, so, uh, yeah, so it's it's in low graphics mode basically you know for like uh, Ubuntu version of it and so I take a wee look at that so I, I open up a bash prompt and then I type in history and I take a look at the commands that she's run as I like, okay do you want to tell me now or later that you downloaded the driver from Intel instead of just using the one that's in the repos and then I fucked it up she's like ah, how do you know and I was just like yeah there's this thing called bash history you know and I can look at every command that you've typed into the terminal it's like so do you just want to skip the bit and just tell me what you actually did in conjunction with these commands and she gave me that look that my daughter gives me right uh, where she kind of like puts her shoulders together and kind of like looks down a bit she's like, did you wow. start digging her toe into the ground like she's trying to dig a hole with her toe yes yes <laughs> She fucking did. <laughs> I've got it clear. And you know, my reply to her was, it's like, my daughter tries that on me. It's like, okay, how old are you? And I was like, okay, I shouldn't ask a woman that, but you, you, you are considered an adult, right? Okay, she's preteen right now. Okay, you, you've got a PhD. It's like, <laughs> she, 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 she was laughing so hard. 
But at that after that point, she was always like extra friendly to me. You know, she followed me around like a puppy whenever we went to like one of the company events. You know, uh, it's just like all right, okay. That's really risky. Like I mean, it's fine, but yeah, like when it, when a girl's into you, you basically you're in you're in a rock and a hard place because if you go forward with it, then she can use that one. If there's ever a breakup, she can use that against you and have you fired. But if you reject her, she can also use that to get you fired. So there's like there's no there's no win. Like, there's no oh, way to win that scenario. At the time, so. Well, wow. ah, yeah, that's that's always rough. Yeah, I met a girl that um, stayed like the next town over actually, and, that, and so I was uh, kind of seeing her on the weekends and that as well. And that's uh, I used that as a like uh, kind of deflection, like oh yeah yeah, I'm, I'm going to see Messi's ex, you know, like on yeah, the weekend. Yeah. What are you doing this weekend? I'll drop it into the conversation. So it, it it's not like complete, so it's not out of place. But at which point, you know, she's got attack uphill on that one. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's it's a landmine, honestly, and it's also like a mental drain. Like even if you, it, uh, you see, it. I I didn't understand, oh um, you know, women until I ended up having one, you know, like <laughs> as my daughter. It's just like, holy shit, they, they they get to about like teens and then they just plateau out. You know, that's well, it. About, it really about, is. What about the light years? Fucking children. They're they're children. That's it. They're, they're not mysterious. They're not ethereal. They're fucking children. And sometimes they're actually are fucking children. Yep. Like if they're a teacher, they're literally fucking children. <laughs> so a, a random nutter. I mean, how? Um, obviously, your MGTOW, you know, at least red pill now. Um, what we used to like back in the day. I mean, obviously you've got a daughter now. Um, oh, what was your... I was a fucking dumbass, mate. That's how I ended up with daughter. Okay. You know. Okay, so uh, do, do you want to go into that story? Uh, yeah, and then that, that that's a fucking. That's I mean, you don't, have to give too, you, have, you don't have to give too much detail. Well, he, he already, but he had, he had some stuff he wanted to talk about. Why don't we get through that, and then if we have time or something, yeah, yeah. then we can probe him about it. Well, his... it's kind of like... Really? Um, Alright, let, let's just do the Tilty version, and that will take us into the yeah. CSA and stuff, okay. right? Okay, so basically, I was in my second year unit doing comp science, and I got injured pretty badly. So I got an injury, which then um, revealed an a hidden health issue that I didn't know I had. So at which point I had to take some time out to deal with that, you know? So in some ways it was kind of a blessing in disguise, but it was, a, it was a still a very bitter pill to swallow. So I didn't exactly have the greatest time in my hometown growing up, you know? Being a, um, very interested in uh, computers back before the internet was like really kind of common knowledge. So I was on uh, like playing Half-Life, like Gold Source One engine, you know, back on 56k modem. So back then, when if you played internet games, it's not like Xbox Live now. So you were like that kid, you know, like that weird kid that likes to talk to people on the other side of the planet and you know do shit like hang out and you know like it, we would have these kind of chats, but it would be like text, you know, because you didn't have the bandwidth for for audio. So yeah, I didn't have the the greatest time in my hometown in that. Uh, so. I kind of like put a lot of like emotional shit just on layaway, and so getting injured um, was kind of like, oh shit, you know, right? Well, I guess I've just got to power through this and you know get it done. And then um, you know getting with uh, my ex partner and then her dropping a kid on me, basically just trying to entrap me. And then I was like, ah oh, fuck, because uh, you know I let my guard down basically, and I gave her the opportunity. So it was just too adult. See, like any one of those things on their own would have been fine. But with them happening in that chain of 
events that's basically what just caused like you know that was the buckaroo moment you know it's just like nope all this shit gets off my back so do you so i just booted her the fuck out um you know so was it <laughs> we ended up uh, yeah mate i'm from scotland how's it going neba all right you want some whiskey so I'm, I'm looking at your chat as well so yeah it, it came to the point where i was just like nah i'm done you know i was like uh, i'm not having you around so i guess that was like the minute where um I really just became much more assertive and was like, no, this is what I will get out of life and I'm going to fucking climb over your body to get it, you know? So at that point, I was just kind of like, I, I want to work in tech, you know, I want to do comp science and so on and so forth. And that. But at that point, I began to actually set like cast iron goals. And I was just like, no, I will achieve these things and shit's going to get moved, you know? So yeah, that, that kind of put me in a bind though because I mean, you've got to uh, see it or was it my situation on the ground was that I have got a kid on the way i've now just booted her out while she's still pregnant you know and uh you know i'm just like fucking got no money and i have no place to stay i mean i've got a computer that's out of date and i've got like a couple of pairs of clothes and like that is it you know so that's the situation i was standing in so yeah it was it was a very very bitter red pill to swallow and it was a hell of a one to take on the one go you know most people um tend to break them up a bit you know so that was right. uh, my situation going into this shit, you know. So at which point I've then got to get my health back up to par so I can get back to uni. And then I've got to fucking fight a court battle to be able to even see my daughter, who my ex is now determined that I shall never see. You know, she failed at that one. But uh, yeah, so um, I would say that the court system in Scotland is a bit different to England, blessedly. It is actually a bit more um, in favor of the fathers, but not by much. Um, so yeah, but luckily my um, mother's partner, she, they never married now, but basically like stepdad, right? You know, for the sake of um, speed for this thing, because I don't want to be here all night uh, talking about family issues. So yeah, ultimately, uh, so stepdad, he used to work for the courts. So he said, right, this is what's going to happen. And he basically laid out like the kind of the milestones that you need to have, uh, you know, that that was going to go down in the, like her possible um, way that she could go about it and so we already knew what her plays were going to be so that actually helped a lot you know so if you know how to uh, navigate the the court system i think um dj has basically said words to that as well that you know knowing how the legal system works and the kind of gotchas that you can fall into is uh, you know quite useful so, too do you mind if i just jump in there um as a side tangent apologies to everyone involved uh, what sort of pitfalls in Scotland do uh, men normally succumb to? I mean, what, you know, is there anything that, you know, you can spread to uh, the rest of the chat or for anyone? Uh, yeah, show up to the court early because a lot of watching. people do not do that, right? It's the first thing, have a shave, be fucking presentable. You know, the number of people that will show up to court in just uh, jeans and stuff, you know, it is, no, if you want people yeah. to take you seriously, you've got to show up in a suit, right? So, yeah, you know, what do you call the Scottish man in, in wearing a suit? Oh, that's the defendant, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. It's, it's funny because it's, it's true. I've heard that same joke with Mexicans. But if they're wearing a green suit, they're a leprechaun. Right. That's the other thing. Or like a little boulder cap. 
Uh, are you getting confused with Irish, or is that the Mexicans are in the game? Oh, I am. I'm confusing. Sorry. This is it's my Americanism showing where I just confuse Irish and Scottish. Yeah. Sorry, I was confusing. Yeah, I know Irish that you're just um, reducing entire geo regions down to like I a do. stereotype in that. I, I just yeah. Those borders on the map are drawn there for yeah. a reason, mate. You know, so mm. I think I think you should check it sometime. Yeah. See, I don't know, mate. That that might be. It. <laughs> but Scotland, like other than like William Wallace, there's like nothing really cool, yeah. like bagpipes. Like the Irish have leprechauns, and <laughs> it's not often that TFM gets trolled on his own show. Good job. There you go. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of tired. This, whiskey, it, this game's yeah. fucking retarded. I don't even know what's going on in this fucking game. You click on frogs. There's nothing. This is fucking stupid. This is even worse than the last game. And that it's game's not all that realistic shot. either, Nick. Because look, you've got the twin towers in the background for fuck's sake. Right. Well, I, I think that's supposed to be New Zealand. I don't think that was supposed to be even uh, America. I don't even know. I'm not even paying attention. I'm just trying to get. I'm hoping something happens in this game. Well, they're okay. not all a bit club game, you know. Oh well, no, I beat the game. Holy shit! Oh my god, this is I the was, worst game ever. I didn't, dude. I, I didn't do anything. Yeah. I clicked on some frogs and the game ended. Are you trying to tell me that you can download not, not even one game? Look, this not is important. It's important that we we learn about consent. Oh, Very important. I did not consent to learn about consent. This, I know. Is this Schrodinger's <laughs> consent? This is this is Schrodinger's consent. God, that game was terrible. That was worse okay. than the last game. So now we're gonna <laughs> learn how to blorble brobble. That's the the blorble right. blobble game. So a random number to the pit pause. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Pitfalls. So uh, what, one of the first things I noticed actually in that is that uh, most people don't really speak very eloquently. Um, you know, they'll say, "Ah, well, you know, whatevs," and. So first of all, know what you're going to say before you go in. Second of all, you know, be be smartly dressed, show up early, make sure you've talked to your lawyer ahead of time as well. Um, so that's another main issue in that as well. So a lot of people just kind of show up and expect to be given that. You know, it's like it's not that the the courts are a bit more friendly up in Scotland. It's not like they want to separate fathers from their children because they know the, the negative social consequences. Because uh, you know, poverty is. Um, a thing, you know, like, well, I wouldn't say poverty, that has kind of like lower status connotations that, but I would say that we have um, a very kind of ghetto thug culture. It's it's the Scottish variant, because unfortunately we are the, the ones who imported it to America and, um, uh, you know, it's it's found a home in other, in other um, ethnic peoples, uh, other than just Scotland, uh, Scottish tribes that went over there, because they're actually the ones that we kicked out, because they wouldn't fucking behave themselves but anyway, uh, they, they took that shitty culture with them, and that's so it's managed to infect other places, you know. So, yeah, basically, you need to know what you're going to uh, say, but also you also need to show that you are willing to not, was it, to improve yourself? Like, uh, if that sounds like you're, you're willing to work going forward, you can walk in and, like myself, not be in the best circumstances. But I stated what my goal was, which was to recover my health and then go finish my university and then go get a job. And then at which point I, you know, I laid out my plan there and then actually it came up, um, you know, like a, a later hearing it's like, so um, have you progressed? It's like, I'm in my final year of university now, you know, and uh, you know, I've got 
X modules to pass and write my dissertation actually in that, you know, so if you can actually show, because you're going to go back there on multiple occasions, right, particularly when if the dispute happens when your kid's very young. So one of the things to do is to say, yeah, this is my, you know, basically you just need to point out you know, why you should be in the kid's life, which is unfortunately, yet you have to fight for it. You know, it's not going to be given to you. You say, right, you know, I'm a guy. I'm going to be providing, I'm going to be improving myself on this bit here, and I'm going to, you know, move forward. See, I actually talked to one of my friends. Now, he has a criminal record. Um, in Scotland, it's actually very common because of that thug culture um, to end up in fights. Even if you're a non-violent person, right? I've ended up in fights, which I had no intention of being in. It's just because I was walking down the street and some asshole decided that he wanted to have a go. That's actually quite common in some areas of Scotland, right? So it's actually so common that it won't count against you uh, applying for a job if there's only one or two instances, particularly when they're spread out, because, you know, you, due to the, just the sheer hostility of the people who are going to be trying to attempt to fight you, if that makes sense. That is, so you just like, you can't even just walk around without someone trying to fight you for no reason? No, it's just completely, it can be completely random. Now, the police have done a very good job of cleaning that shit up. But the problem uh, is that they've basically they've taken the, the poor people that live on the edges of the middle class area and they've chucked them out into the middle of fucking nowhere. So it's very concentrated in the one area now, whereas it used to be spread out. But it is, you know, it is a common thing, unfortunately, that you can get lifted for that. Uh, not so, uh, it's more common around say like football matches but they've done a lot to you know stop that which is good because you know people were taking that shit way too far but yeah anyway he has a criminal record and again you know same kind of situation he went out for a night out and then just fucking you know fighting's part of the culture so people do it you know that that's kind of the point i'm making although i don't think i've done the best job at it but you get it's, the picture right? wait so it's part it's part of scottish culture just to pick fights with strangers for no reason yes 100 percent Wow. Swan and go Scotland, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that we don't have any sweet corn. No sweet no. corn. Man. Nah, that that's a vegetable. We only do carbohydrates and protein. But yeah, I, I, but yeah, um, I I said to like my mate who's got this criminal record, and I said to him like, listen, right. What you need to do is just point out that yes, you have been a bad boy in the past, but that was how many years? It was like, it was like five, six, right? Find out the exact date and then point out that through the entire relationship, you know, she knew that you were a bit of a bad boy. And in fact, she kind of liked that. And it, <laughs> he started laughing. He's like, yeah, yeah, she did. It's like, so you disclosed up front, you know, like she knew about your, you know, past troubles and that. But, you know, it's like, do you, it's like, how long have you had your current job? He's like, oh, I've been employed continuously for like eight years now, but I've had this current job for two. And I was like, right, okay, so you've got to point out, you've got to point out the good points, and you have to be the one to say, yes, I fucked up here, but look at all this other good shit I'm doing. So the, the way that the family court kind of works is it's almost like you're, you're being a show pony, you know, you've got to, you've got to show how, how good you can jump through the hoops. Okay. Okay. Oh man, I didn't realize Scotland was that bad. Like, you, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, see, the problem is though, is like, you're not automatically guaranteed access as a father per se, but you know they will at least grant you something 
but it could be, you know, supervised visits or something like that. And particularly if they're going to start accusing you of like, uh, you know, being violent. I mean, my ex tried that, you know, and I was just like, okay, uh, physical evidence, you know, it's like, because uh, we didn't stay together because this is when I was still in my kind of hometown, um, you know, recovering my shit, basically. So, yeah, she, you know, she accused me a bit of being violent and all the rest. And I was like, okay, did she go to the cops? You know, is there any physical evidence? We didn't stay together. So it's not like I could, you know, coerce her in any way. And she, if she didn't want to be with me, then, you know, she literally had more time away from me than was together with me. You know, so it's like, so how does that work out? So, yeah, 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 it's it's very aggravating as well to have that kind of those accusations thrown at you. You know, it really is a piss take that they basically they can just. Um, <laughs> God, I just read the chat now. Uh, yeah, yeah, the potato famine was indeed a great blight, my friend. And so, yeah, uh, you have to go into it with saying, knowing that the courts necess aren't necessarily hostile to you, but they, they kind of want you to prove your case, as it were, so you're not just a, another dumbass. Okay. okay. Now, why, why, why do you think that is? Why, is? why are the Scottish courts willing to give men... A more or less fair shake, whereas courts in other countries just just absolutely simp for women. Well, actually, um, it's not greatly publicised, but at the minute, in that there is a growing contention uh, that uh, judges in England actually uh, it depends upon like your magistrate, but basically. The, the whole point is you, you just have to put your case in front of a judge and it's, so it can be very arbitrary. So I was quite lucky and I got a judge who was you know, willing to see the fact that I didn't start off in the best of circumstances, but I'm, I was working towards something a bit better. And, you know, I, I pointed out that and then was able to prove it over time as well, you know, going back. So I was like, you know, able to draw upon it's like, yeah, well, at this point in my life, I only had, you know, you know a, a fucking out-of-date computer and a couple of clothes now I've got a degree and I'm looking for a graduate level job blah 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 so again I was able to show f uh, further improvement so it just depends on exactly how well you can actually present your case you really do need to have a good lawyer because uh, you will get an opportunity to air your grievances in front of a judge so you'll get like a couple of minutes each to you know basically say your spiel about how you uh, why you're disagreeing and I, I actually stood in front of the, the judge and said, yeah, well, I'm actually quite willing to be cooperative in that, but I think that my ex-partner here will cooperate with the letter of the law, but not necessarily the spirit of the law. And he just, and the judge just kind of looked at me and he fucking knew. He's like, yeah, and uh, you know, he, just, he just clocked me at that point. He's like, mm-hmm, bold things to say. You just the look on his face and it said, that's a very bold move there. But, you know, uh, at which point you let that one, you let that one slide, and it, it, you know you asked about it, and that because um, I needed to rearrange my um, access with my daughter, so I could go on this uh, timetable for uh, some work experience with uh, a tech firm that had a data center in Scotland, and that's fucking hard to get, right? So at which point I was trying to rearrange it with her in person, but she wouldn't agree. So at which point she literally left me no option but to get some money off my family to then pay hundreds of pounds for a couple of letters in a day in fucking court, you know, just to get this work experience, you know? Wow. And actually, to, to the judge judge's credit, though, he was actually pretty pissed that she was getting in the way of work experience. She's like, well, that's him trying to get a job. He was like, do you not want him to work? Right. Well, that, that's actually kind of heartening. To, that's kind of weird. So... I don't know. You know. You know. This might be. I have. A, I, I almost like have a theory. So I did a video a while back about warrior cultures and how they tend to respect men. 
because they have a warrior culture. And this is just me spitballing. But you're talking about how in Scotland, part of the culture there is just go out and just get in fist fights with people for no reason. So it's almost like, because that, that's part of your culture. So that, that would almost kind of be like a pseudo-warrior culture. And that might actually be one of the reasons why the courts aren't completely gynocentric. Actually, I think you're right there, Nick, because, um, well, well, see, the Scotland that they try to present on TV is actually very different to the Scotland you'll get on the ground, right? It's not so radically different like you get in the States, like, you know, like living in, say, like, Compton can be quite different from just a few miles up the road where you've got, like, uh, uh, fuck it, is that that Beverly? Isn't Los Angeles the one where, where you can walk just a couple of miles and you go from ghetto to, like, fucking mansions or something? Yeah, I mean, there's usually areas like there's poor area i mean every city has like their nice area and their poor area mm-hmm. okay um you, you kind of broke up there I oh, didn't catch I th- every every city's got their good areas and their bad areas all right man and yeah so it is uh, the kind of like more working class culture is much more rough and it's much more salt, salty. You know, it's just like, uh, it's like, oh no, I tripped over a curb. And it's like, all right, then lift your foot higher, faggot. There you go. Now, are you guys, are you guys like really fond of the word cunt like the way they are in Australia? You call there again. Uh, oh my fuck god. Is, fuck is a verb, basically. No, I meant cunt. Like, because I know in Australia they say cunt all the time, even though that's like really offensive in America. Yeah, some people don't like cunt. I mean, you know, it's a bit salty for their taste, but, uh, you know, fuck is basically a verb in there some places in Scotland, you know? Nice. I actually noticed that when I first came down to England to work, you know, because uh, I'm down in Londinian stand at the minute, you know? It's not my natural habitat. It's way too much concrete for my liking, you know. And I'm not allowed to punch people in the faces often. But uh, you know, I, I persevere. So ultimately, though, I, I did notice actually when I first came down here that I actually swore far much, you know, to a far greater volume and, and intensity than any of the locals, you know. And uh, one of the uh, people I was working with at that previous company in that as well, she was just like, oh, you, you, "You're always so angry if I've done something to offend you." It's like, "No, I'm just Scottish. You know? Calm down." Yeah, that don't don't be racist, right? Yeah, yeah, that's quite funny actually. <laughs> it's blatantly they're not, they're not respecting your culture. So yeah, it's, uh, it's terrible, you know. Yeah, he's he turned around and uh, said, you know, like swearing is part of my my culture, you know. That's that, right. That that's salty you know, thing. it's it's like your it's just part of your accent. Just everyone has Tourette's. <laughs> So, uh, Aranam Nasser, um, your point for commies infiltration, um, I'd love to hear what you yeah. have to say about that. You know, I've that. heard, you're familiar with Computing Forever, Dave Collin, what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, that ginger can. I know who you're talking about. There you go. Yeah, that fucking... Yeah. Well, I mean, he's, he's done some no, videos I, I, I like him a lot, actually. I, um, yeah, that, that guy, he talks a lot about tech and that, but he often misses a lot of the, the social points in that as well. But he's not wrong, actually, in that. Um, you know, part of my job, actually, is to go hunting for, you know, like, security stuff, basically. You know, stuff that could fuck us up. And, uh, you know, I, about almost a year and a half ago, was actually talking about the, the Minix issue. And no one would take me seriously um, at my work because you're like, oh, no, it's completely unfounded in that. So I finally managed to persuade a couple of the other people in that to start looking into it because one of the devs, he's, he's 
you know, fairly red pill when it comes to the security stuff, you know. So I was able to talk to him about it, and that he's like, oh yeah, this does actually, you know, pose a risk, but there's literally fuck all we can do about it. And that then the security paper comes up, and they're like, ah, how did you know? And I was just like, mate, you know, it's like because I'm actually willing to go out my comfort zone and talk to people who I wouldn't normally associate with. So he is right about a lot of the backdoor stuff in that, but I think he's a uh, he's a little bit too optimistic about you know mankind. Um, Settling its differences, and I think he's watched too many episodes of Star Trek as a kid, you know. <laughs> right. Well, he doesn't, you know. Obviously, he doesn't go out there and get in fights all the time like you. He doesn't know. He's not from the streets. Well, me neither. And I tried to stay the fuck off them and stayed on the oh, internet okay. as much as possible. Man, I said, oh, 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 shit! No, hold on. I hit a button, and it's just my like bunch of music play because this is I'm playing a browser game, so I have to mute the the tab. Sorry about that. That's all right, man. Um, so yeah, um, so commies infiltration on that is like, um, I actually went along to like some groups and then it turns out that some of the members were actually fucking Antifa members and they're like trying to gather information and dox people. And I actually had people come to my house and ask me why I was a Nazi. And I was just like, what, you want me? So I actually had people who were waiting at the my bottom in my garden. And I was just like, mate, yeah, it's like. Well, I mean, why uh, were you, you know, a Nazi? What, what you, yeah, you. Uh, I know. Of, I, it's, you're, you're kind of dodging the question. I'm a little bit concerned. So why why am I not a Nazi? No, well, well, no. Well, why were you a Nazi? Obviously, they called you a Nazi. It must oh, be so, true. Oh yeah, it's because I went along to uh, some meetings and stuff. You know, like we were all wearing clan hoods and burning crosses. You know. Uh, right. Oh shit. Right. As you do. <laughs> No, no, mate. I just went along to some fucking talks and that, but they got a hold of the, you know, the list of the people who were there. Because you had to verify your details, ironically enough, because oh. they managed to get somebody on the inside before the group raised their, um, you know, security measures. So at which point, guess who volunteered to fucking vet all the people? Interesting. Uh -huh. Fucking asshole. So anyway, I went along in that, and uh, I didn't actually find anything particularly, you know, like. Um, controversial and that they're just simply talking about the, the same kind of topics that come up here really it's just from a different perspective so I didn't find anything particularly shocking I mean there's more shocking videos available on YouTube than any of the content there but if anything I was somewhat disappointed that I paid a couple of quid to go along to see it you know so I was just like oh god you know it's just like I could have got the same experience you're watching a YouTube video so I, I stuck around for a few drinks talked to some people on that and then you know I've got some people on my doorstep uh, decrying me of being a Nazi and stuff. I'm just like, mate, it's like if being a Nazi is going along to you know have have a talk talk about shit, then uh, I I got news for you, mate. I think most people would actually qualify under that quite broad umbrella, you know. Okay, so how many of them did so you kill? Many... <laughs> I'm not allowed to kill anyone. I had to give my gun back. Oh shit! Uh, anyway. Oh, yeah. Well, so, it, so what happens? So, so Antifa—they've identified you. They're coming for you. But it they're... wasn't Antifa. Basically, they're wanting people to rat out other members of the group because he stuck a camera in my fucking face. So there was some people claiming that they're doing like a documentary about the group, and I was like, "Well, mate, I've only gone along to like one meeting. I think you're kind of asking the wrong person here." And he's like, "And if uh, was it? Yeah. And if you think I'm guilty of like anything, then you shouldn't really be up on people's doorstep accusing them of stuff." You should be handing it into the cops so they can do it, you know. And uh, at which point, I just said no comment and walked off after that. And they did, I haven't heard back from them, so presumably, you know, whatever, um, you know, that they're up to, and that probably doesn't involve me. 
Oh, so nothing came of it? They were just basically snoping around trying to get people's information to dox them? But you, they're, yeah, they're basically they wanted somebody to squeal and then like spill the beans. And it's just like, mate, even if I wanted to, I can help you out because that was literally the first one I went to. So it's just like, you know, you haven't done your homework very well. Um, well, that's unfortunate. You know you should have done? You should have given them their own information. It's like that way they would all suspect each other wild. of secretly being fascist infiltrators. And then maybe they would like, there'd be a Mexican standoff and they'd all kill each other. Nah, mate, I mean, the, the problem is, right, I don't know how the laws really work in uh, England, uh, stand. So, I know that you can defend yourself fine if, like, they've produced a weapon or something, at which point you've got liberty to defend yourself as you see fit, you know? But, um, as for anything else than that, basically I just said no comment and just walked off, because uh, I know that, because if, if they're trying to be journalists or, like, anything, like, approaching that, you know, they have to abide by certain rules also. Which is why they couldn't like chase and harass me about it. You know, if I say no comment, I don't want to talk to you. Uh, you know, then they pretty much have to leave it at that. You know, I mean, they can still be in the same public space, but they can't just like start shoving a camera in your face. You know, there, there are certain yeah. rules they've got to start, uh, abide by. So I was just like, ah, fuck you guys. So yeah, uh, the the entryism is real, mate. You know, it's like it really is, and um, and they want to harass people who are just like go along and uh, right. talking that. And I wasn't even like. Um, was it well when we had like some drinks and that i was actually the person that was actually trying to be quite sensible about the fucking stuff and the most even-handed out the lot and they want to come harass me and i was just like mate what the fuck come on really well so I'm, yeah. I'm trying to actually argue the middle position here and that compared to some of the other people you know and well, so i actually found out pretty quickly that my point of view isn't very compatible with you know like that lot yeah, the the way they look at it if, if you're to the right of them like you look at if you're like kind of an egalitarian centrist um, to them, you're as bad as like some far right person. They don't see the difference. That that's correct, and that. So, um, real quickly though, about your previous guest that you had on, and that, like uh, how he's claiming that uh, Islam is like all peace, love, and rainbows, and that. I'll draw your attention to the following, right? And uh, this is actually what I mentioned, which is probably why they wanted to come talk to me. And it's like, and so I, I'm fairly woke on the, the Islamic question that because I've you know lived around I mean that's I, I once you know them a bit better they'll, they'll kind of drop the mask a bit more and they'll fucking tell you you know what's really up and so what he was doing there was is called Kitsman right Kitsman is telling partial truths by omission and so when you asked when the chat asked him what is the penalty for apostasy he kind of dodged the question so oh you know you can just no the penalty is death okay in any is a uh, Sharia based country the penalty for apostasy is death. Okay, and then the oh, other we, technique he was. We know that. We, know, we know that. Yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah, it's and just the other a, technique is tarika, which is you know um, creative lying, basically. Yeah, we know. We we've had him on, and we had uh, Muslim go. I mean, it, you know, the, these are sensitive topics. Um, at least he answered the. <laughs> at least he answered the. You know, um, gimp suit multiple wives orgy question yeah at least we got i mean it, it, the, the, our issue is is that um we love to we we will ask the hard questions but we're not going to go around in circles with someone we will ask them um we'll you know prod here and there but we're not going to you're you know, very, not going very, around around very yeah i'll say that much. Yeah. It's, it's, we're not we're not we're not those guys you know you can say say what you want get your point across and then we'll challenge it and then leave it at that 
But anyway, sorry for in that. You know, you can only ask him his opinion. If he wants to lie to you, then that's his decision. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, I'm um, not I'm not a huge fan of the, the the whole Islamization thing and that. And uh, I do, I had to just kind of grind my teeth a bit listening to him. I was just like, oh mate, come on, that is I, the four pillars of deception, which is was it moon. I can't even pronounce the other two, but yeah. Anyway, I was just like, oh god. So I actually want to get that clip because that is a perfect um, case study, actually, now of like seeing those examples in action. You know. Well, the only problem is here's here's the thing. So you know, if you're trying to talk to someone and have a conversation about difficult subjects, how like at what point? Are they telling the truth or what point are they lying? Because, you know, they're talking about their own beliefs. So, that you know, where's the line? How do you know they're lying? Or, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, well, discussions are always uh, awkward. And unfortunately, there's no such thing as the empirical truth when it comes to... Um, religion and that's kind of yeah. why people gravitate towards the sciences unfortunately okay. but anyway um, <clears throat> a random nutter is there anything that you want to finish on before we move on yeah uh, Scotland is nowhere near as cut as people like to let on there is a massive fucking groundswell of people I mean like from west coast to east coast who are incredibly dissatisfied with the way things are going so uh, you know, no, no matter how hard the, the government is always tried up in Scotland, you know the, the working class are, are we're, we're a wayward bunch. You know, we, we kind of just tread our own path. So I would say that the, the the reports of Scotland's demise are somewhat exaggerated, but not entirely false. Unfortunately, though, they, they do seem to be wanting to bring in uh, a lot of guests, shall we say, who are somewhat unloved by the locals. Yeah. A uh, quick question: um, Do you think Scotland will succeed from the UK and join the EU? Well, I would say this much in that I was actually one of the few people that pointed out you shouldn't just be trading one leash for another. If you're going to get independence, it should be actual independence yeah. and not just jumping from one to the other. You know, we should actually make our own currency and make a go of it. We shouldn't just simply run to the EU to say, "Haha, fuck the English." It's like, no, the the EU is the textbook fucking. It is economically the Third Reich, if you re read what's called the Wages of Destruction, it was done by the Oxford University Press, can't remember the author's name, but it's a fairly easy title to find, and it does actually go into excruciatingly painful detail about the making and the breaking of the National Socialist con economy during the war years, and if you actually look at the cartel system, it is uh, almost a one-for-one -one carbon copy of how uh, the EU is now run, and one of the companies that was created by the, the Nazi party which is IG Farin, uh, over just on the Polish border, if I remember rightly, with uh, Germany, they um, are still alive and well, and they still do the same shitty, crooked politics. And, you know, it's like the EU is not the friend of Europe, okay? The EU is the EU's friend, and that's it. And if you actually look at it, um, you know, it's just like the whole EU structure is, uh, you know, it's like, it's a centralization, it's a paragraph. It, it's basically a, the institution that was set up to control Germany's power is actually, uh, you know, now the very vehicle that it's using to 
you know, leverage power. I mean, effectively, Herr Merkel is the Führer, and she's actually got control of more territory than Hitler managed to acquire, and she didn't need to fire a bloody shot. Yeah, I mean, that's what I say. Um, but her uh, mustache is much more luscious. So, Merkel, you know... You were talking of the topic, so I didn't get that. Oh, sorry, TFM, you go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, Merkel's mustache is much more luscious. Yeah. That's all. I was, making no, a I was just saying. Because she's ugly. Yeah. Hitler couldn't invade it, so uh, Merkel's trying other ways. So we'll see how that's going to play out. But anyway. Um, but anyway. Um, uh, a random nutter, thank you for your time, dude. Uh, it's all right, mate. You know, like, uh, I've been listening to your show for a while, and it's like, oh, man, it sounds like fun to, you know, to join in. So thank you very much for um, having yeah. me. You know what, if, if you know, maybe sometime in the new year or whatever, we should definitely get you on again to have a conversation about the EU and how cocked it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I missed out the one about the SGW. Tell you what, right, I, I've got a cracker of one about um, HR departments and SGWs, right? I'll save that for a new year and we'll book a time, okay? Definitely, dude. All right. Thanks for your patience. Bye. See ya. Right. Questions. Is everyone still alive? Chat. Yeah, still here. TFM, DDJ. I'm about to finish the last consent game. Oh, no. Good what? Consent. consent in space. Like, what, what, yeah. Well, actually, this one. This one's actually interesting. So, with this game. Um, you you gonna get raped by aliens? No, 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 no. You Basically, go. you're anal probes for everybody. <laughs> you're you're going you're rescue you're answering a distress signal, and the person is locked in the cockpit. And sure they are. No, listen. No, it's actually pretty ingenious. So the person's locked in the cockpit, and they but they know the ship. So they're giving you instructions on how to basically reroute power and restore the system so that you can both get off the ship alive. But you have to basically there's different there's a different comm system in every room. So you have to check in with them as you progress through the game so they can give you instructions. So you can get through the next room. So it's actually have to do with consent. No, it's actually pretty pretty brilliant because you're checking in with them and you're following their lead. Oh my god. So it God. Oh God! No, right. It's all it's all metaphor, but it's actually pretty. And it actually had gameplay. Oh my there was, God, Tiffin, shut no, up, dude. No, listen, TFM no is way. I can't believe you said that. It's, it just no, it's, got indoctrinated. No, it's not. No, but That's it's actually pretty disgusting. But it, like, if you were answering a distress signal on like a ship that you weren't familiar with, and one of the engineers was could was walking you through like how to restore the power and how to save them, that you would obviously listen to them. So it's. It makes sense within the context of the game, and then they were using that so, as a metaphor oh for God. sexual consent. I'm just saying that's He's actually cool. that's no, that, that's clever. Now that the one <laughs> that is, now, no, <laughs> now the other one there there was another game called How to Blorble Blobble, and it was like a dancing game, and it was kind of retarded. So you, you're like a triangle, and you have to follow certain steps. Like you have to look for a dance partner, and then you have to ask them if they'd like to dance, and then you you high five and then you have to ask them if they want to keep dancing and then you fist bump and then you you have to basically check in after every dance move and then sometimes they don't want to they don't want to keep dancing or they're drunk and you have to walk wait, away so, wait tfm 
Can you review these games? Like, can you like, yeah, give a review? Yeah, I'll give them. them I'll, 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 I'm actually done with all the consent games, so I'll review them real right. quick. So, guys, guys in chat, if you do play this game, this is a fa- um, yeah. This is going to post a link. I want everyone to give this five thumbs right, hold, hold down. On. Well, hold on. Let me let me unmute all my tabs. I have to play my. Give me one second. Well, hold on. Uh, I'm not gonna do this. All right, so okay, so the, we have to play our my review song. Okay, I don't know if you could hear that because I know people are saying they couldn't hear Chelsea. I played my little review song. Okay, so this is TFM review. I'm going to review these these four consent video games. So I'm going to review them kind of in order of shitty to good. So. The worst game was absolutely Crossing Boundaries, developed by Tetsudo Games, a globetrotting game about consent. This game made no sense. There were a bunch of random people talking. It looked like a ripoff of Carmen Sandiego. And occasionally, you would play a frog minigame where you would designate three frogs that, like, if you tried to kiss them, they were drunk or underage or some shit. And then... All the frogs had a number, and you take turns clicking on frogs to try to like get three in a row or the highest score. And if you clicked on a frog that was designated as drunk or underage, you wouldn't get any points that round. But it was like, it's like a cross between Battleship and Connect Four. It was fucking it, nothing to do with consent. Like it was very shoehorned in. Like they made a really shitty Carmen San Diego game with a shitty board game, and they shoehorned in like a consent message. So it, it seemed to me like they basically made a game and they just kind of like added the consent element at the 11th hour to try to qualify for whatever bullshit competition they entered for this game. So that this was crossing boundaries fucking sucked. So the next the next worst game is Stuck in a Dark Place, which is the shitty visual novel where the girl was in prison, and they never explained why she was in prison. Like, there was no flashback. She had flashbacks of fucking everything else. Every flashback, she was getting raped, or someone was, expo- like, flashing Whoa, their dick. Nobody gives a shit! Well, no, this is... I'm reviewing the game. So people... This is a review video, slash podcast, slash talk show. We're doing everything at once. This is the... T- the tism storm is upon you. But this game was fucking boring it was a visual novel and then the only gameplay element other than making decisions which went nowhere like no matter what you clicked on it didn't affect anything is you would have to do word searches and word scramble it fucking was stupid and you never even found out at the end of the game she's let out of prison but you don't ever see why she was there what the fuck did she do to go to prison Fucking no, stupid. TFM, maybe we missed something. Maybe you need to no, play it again. I played Just every stream. I played every level. I played the entire game, and it was the it was definitely the longest game. It was the longest and most boring game, and it was very lazily made. Like all the other games, actually, there was animation, there was gameplay. Uh, Stuck in a Dark Place had no animation and no gameplay. It was long and fucking boring. So another kind. You need to fix your shit. Your game sucks. Alright, so in second place for the good game. We're in the good game category. It's kind of interesting. They put the good games at the bottom, and they put the shitty games on the top. I don't know if that was intentional. But I'd probably put 
how to blorble blobble in second place and put a drift in first place. So I already explained how to blorble blobble is like a dance simulator where you have to play cards in the right order. It, it's informative. It actually is talking about consent. You could tell that the game was designed using dance as a metaphor for sex. And it's it's got cute, colorful graphics. Um, it, it's, it actually could be an educational game to teach young kids because it's about dancing, which consent doesn't just apply to sex. It consent can apply to a lot of situations. So that's a uh, you get my thumbs up, how to blorble blobble. And then I actually like to drift. I actually had gameplay. You could actually lose the game. Like... And it made sense within the context of the gameplay. You were trying to save someone uh, stuck on a spaceship, and they were trying to talk you through, but you had to check in with them so that they could tell you what to do. And within that's that's what you would do. You know, it, it was about consent, but it wasn't. It was more about you're trying to save a you know someone in a space station. But it was a it was a fun game. It was I mean fun relative to this dog shit. But yeah, there you go. That was. Those are my reviews of the consent video games from Jennifer Ann's group. Uh, let's okay, see. So out of 10? Uh, out of 10. Crossing Boundaries gets a 1 out of 10. Stuck in TFM, a... be very careful what you say because um, they, someone's started a flush TFM uh, vote. So. Okay, oh, okay. All right, yeah. You can see the ones coming in now. Oh, my goodness. They're, fl- they're going to flush me from my own show. Um, okay, so I'll give Crossing Boundaries a 1 out of 10. Stuck in a Dark Place gets a 1 out of 10. How to Blurble Blobble, I'll give a, a 5 out of 10. It was at least playable and engaging. And a Drift, I'll give a 6 out of 10. I mean, they, these weren't good games. They, they, these aren't games you're yeah. like excited to play. And even the games that I said were good, they're only good in comparison to the dog shit. But yeah, there we go. Well, goddamn! I, I was—I thought these were going to take longer. So I don't have anything to do for the rest of the stream. All right, um, guys, it's—you uh, <laughs> know what? I think you should play that feminist. Uh, sorry, the, uh, the the jug one with the feminist no, again. No, go no. for it again, dude. No, no. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> um, no. Let's just go through the next guest, guys. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Right. All right. So, goes by the name of Armchair Revolutionary. He says, uh, I want to talk about how feminists and gynocentrism is muting, mutating into being an unstoppable, being unstoppable in all aspects of life, like the military and education. So, okay. Let's bring him up now. Aren't you there? What's oh, up? Yeah. I'm here. What's up? All right. Go. <laughs> well, welcome. Hey, what's up, turd? Oh, uh, you know, just finish these amazing games about consent. Oh, okay. I heard you were playing some type of feminist game or something like that. Right. Yeah, you know, I, I, I honestly, I thought we were going to get more entertainment value than, than we did. Honest, I'm a little disappointed. I'm disappointed in myself. I blame myself. I'm, I'm take full responsibility for the lack of the lack of lulls from these games. Well, just think of it. Look at the bright side. 
you were at least the locale. Yeah. <laughs> Most feminist game I play is Mad Max. I, I own that game. That's actually a fun game. You're talking about the new one? Yeah, the one that came out a couple years ago. Yeah, I bought it on yeah, yeah. sale. Yeah, it's, it's a Halloween. good game. Yeah, it's at the, game. the end of the game, yeah, when you're like trying to like save this woman and her daughter. I mean, Captain but they both they both die at the end, so it's it's whatever. Yeah, it's but whatever. Happy, but Mad Mad Max is a, you know he's a gynocentric cop, so you, what do you think? And then it also is an apocalypse where people even more more gynocentric. So what do you expect? Well, no, I mean the, the Mad Max world is definitely a hard patriarchy. I mean, yeah, they fight over women, but that's because women are a resource. They're not like, oh, women, oh, may I serve you, my lady? They're like, bitch, suck my dick. That's. Well, yeah, they like bend over and take this cum because I gotta reproduce. Like the, the in the new film, The Fairy Road, you could tell they are just commodity. Like you said, they're just right. they're just that, that's object. Right, but even in a hard patriarchy, women are treated better than men because they're a resource. Men are still disposed. Men are inherently disposable. There's no way to get around that. Of course, because we're producing a billion sperm uh, a, a day, and we are just, and we can, and one man can knock up twenty, you no, know, a thousand of chicks quick. Right. quick. Exactly. Mm. We have a ten times higher sex drive. Like you use, you use that um, a study, but I don't. You, you don't even need the study to tell you the common sense fact that men have testosterone, and because we have such a high testosterone and control sex drive in both genders, that we have way higher sex drive. So, uh, armchair, uh, revolutionary. Yeah, what's up? Um, what specifically did you want to discuss on the uh, show tonight? I wanted to discuss uh, Tom Likas and his handling of the... Uh, I know that he fell out with y'all anyway, but I wanted to talk about... Because I, I didn't know that at the time, and then I, I called into his show... Um, uh, you know, anonymously a week ago about the Russell Simmons shit and the other celebrities getting accused and shit about these chicks waiting two decades or more to accuse a motherfucker of of assaulting them. And when I know that if I had something wrong by wrongs me, I'm gonna tell the shit immediately. And I'm black to the popo. So how the hell do they wait two and a half decades and they're they're uh, models and shit and they wait that long to tell a motherfucker they got someone try to f- pop them without permission. Well, I mean, hold on. Let me. Since I'm not playing these games, I can actually kind of be more interactive. Let me. Uh, let me explain. There we go. Uh, there we go. Loading. Okay. Let me. Okay. Can't read that. Let me. Let me zoom out. Okay. I don't know if you can read this on the screen. I'm gonna try to. I'm not read. I can't read. Oh. All right. So this is the social media rape allegation flowchart. I've I created this. I've been sharing this on social media. Let me just kind of walk you through it. So the the first the first step is did the victim file a police report at the time of the alleged rape? No, she's full of shit. Yes. Why are you interfering with the police investigation? Okay, I didn't actually file a police report. She's full of shit. Well, the police dropped the charges due to a lack of evidence after a full investigation. She's full of shit. The case went to trial and my alleged abuser was found not guilty. She's full of shit. I settled out of court, but now I want more money or attention. She's full of shit. And the the point of this chart is if there is a genuine crime committed, you don't just wait 20 years and and go to social media long after the statute of limitations has passed to try to get attention. 
they're not doing it for justice. They're doing it to try to get attention and money. Like, a lot of these accusers have publicists and lawyers, and they're trying, you know, it's it's both. They're full of shit. Yeah, and Tom White is supposed to be a, a, a pro male, and yet he just acts like that. I was like, trying to call. As a caller, you don't have much power on a show, but I was calling him and telling him, like, that's bullshit, man. You can't call tell that shit two decades later or more, two and a half decades later mm-hmm. until you say you take it seriously like their chart you know, like your chart flow chart is saying they're full of shit if they didn't fall at the time if you didn't fall right. within a month of it happening you're full of shit you lying bitch uh yeah basically I mean honest, that's really all it is now what did Tom Likas get all butthurt when you said that he was like defending it like well it's still uh that Tom you know his stupid a- aging voice He's like, it's like, well, I should get Strive to premium just to get that clip. But it's like, he's like, well, it's uh, it, they, it's still wrong for you to go to a, her to defend the force her to go to this house. I said, but wait, why they wait two, two and a half, twenty six years, my whole entire lifetime to tell the uh, tell tell somebody that they she was popped without consent? Like, why why did she wait that damn long? She must well, have warned it. No, no, I'll tell you what it is. So. A lot of these women who had sex with Harvey Weinstein and stuff like that, they were hoping to get their career enhanced. They wanted him to get, get help them get a role. Uh, I, I'm not familiar much with the Russell Simmons thing because most of the news articles are about Harvey Weinstein and stuff like that. But, you know, obviously Russell Simmons, he's he's big in the, in, in the industry. And people can fuck him and then they can get – their career can be enhanced. So – Here's my my hypothesis, and maybe I'm way out in left field, but they had sex with him because they were hoping for some sort of benefit. The, the benefit didn't come, and now these women are, you know, they're past the wall. Their career is over. They see the the Me Too Salem bitch trials going on, and now they're like, hey, maybe I can get in on this. Now, at the time, like, of course they're not going to accuse him of rape at the time because they were hoping for something to come of it like their career was going to be enhanced by him they're not like if harvey weinstein's like hey i'm gonna put i'm gonna give you a role in a movie oh okay i'll I'll have sex with you and then you fuck him and then the next day you accuse him of rape well you can kiss that movie career goodbye so that's why they didn't accuse him at the time but the thing is yeah if you don't if you're trading sex for favors you weren't raped if you fucked Harvey Weinstein hoping to get a, a role, and when a, a man invites you to his hotel room, it, it's not to fucking sit on his bed and talk about your feelings. He's going to, you know, it, it's, it's fucking stupid. So th- these women, they knew he was doing stuff, and then they act surprised, and but they were hoping to get a, a career. Like, there was actually an article written by some, I don't remember the actress, but she was offered a role on in Marco Polo. And she fucked him because he was he promised her a role, and then the role didn't happen, and so that's why she's coming forward. It's like because he didn't he didn't fulfill his end of the bargain. It's like I don't think you get it. Like you're a whore, and he just didn't pay you. That doesn't mean you yeah. were raped. You it's just were, you weren't compensated adequately according to the like you could get him for uh, you know I don't know contra- like violation of contract you know but you can't get him it's not rape you made you had an agreement he didn't keep his end of the bargain that doesn't make you a rape victim it just means like you're a whore who got paid with a a bounce check yeah he shoplifted pussy no see that uh, 
you're, it makes it sound like it's something it's not. These women, it's like these, uh, these, those cam whores that there was a guy in Europe, like these Canadian cam whores were convinced by this guy in, I think Scandinavia. He basically threatened them to, to make cam, like, he threatened them to make videos for him. And then he used the videos that they made for him to blackmail them again. And they eventually turned him in. But the thing is, is they accused him of rape over the internet because he, they made them do, make these videos. But it's, that's not rape. It's blackmail. The reason yeah, why, they, they but the reason why, the reason why they made it rape was because if you make, if you make them rape victims, you absolve them of what they did sexually. If a woman sells her body to a man and, you know, he doesn't pay her, you know, some impropriety happened, but they weren't raped. But if you if you throw rape on top of it, then they could go around like, oh, I'm not a whore. I'm a rape victim. And these cam whores that got blackmailed into making porn for a guy. I'm not a cam whore. I'm a rape victim. So being a rape victim absolves the woman of responsibility. And that's why everything is rape. Because it absolves a woman of her responsibility of being a whore. Uh, now, right. before hash, hold on. Let me. I want to do one thing because someone's going to take me out of context. I'm not saying all rape victims are whores. I'm saying whores cry rape to absolve themselves of their responsibility of being whores. If you were legit raped, you would go to the police and you would get a rape kit done and your rapist would be arrested and there would be an, an actual investigation. But if you don't go to the police and you wait decades later and the only reason why you're coming forward is because they didn't, you know, give you that role you wanted, you're a whore. You're not a yeah, rape victim. Same thing. I, I still, I, same thing with, uh, even though, you know, I don't, I'm like, you know, I think that I don't like, Gay people, even though I'm a self, I'm a transgendered, uh, even though I'm a black transgender, trans, no, I'm, I'm transracial. A masculine black, presenting transgendered lesbian. Present, very masculine important. presenting transgendered lesbian, but also right. I'm racial as well. I'm oh. actually Filipino and Chinese. I just love oh, black. Oh, so you, I, wait, you identify as half Chinese and half Filipino? Yeah. But you, but you look like a black man? Yeah. You you are so oppressed. Be brave, sister. Okay, I will. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so but the also so um Kevin Spacey saying shit with a dude that came for all these years later. He gets supposedly so gets assaulted by Kevin Spacey in the eighties, and he waits till twenty right. twenty you know seventeen or whenever he came out and does that shit, and then says that Kevin Spacey's a pervert, which I believe that he could be a pervert, but he probably just a pervert, but consensually probably. I don't know. Well, no, well, well, a problem is with Kevin Spacey is some of the some of the people he was hitting on and petitioning for sex were underage boys. That's where he fucked up. Like, if he was just, if he was, you know, if you're an actor and you're gay and, and you see a guy in a movie and you want to have sex with him and you, you flirt with him, whatever. But when they're underage, that's that's where the line is crossed. So, like, seven, Brian yeah, Singh. Now, as far as I know, as far as I know, he didn't rape anyone. He was just basically asking them for sex and, you know, flirting with them. But the I thought he got a, the whole thing is he jumped on top of the guy um, in bed, oh, but I don't never. Know. I don't know. I, I didn't, I, maybe I, I might be wrong, but I, I I thought it was just. But the problem was is some of the some of the people he was hitting on were underage. That's why he's done. But it wasn't by much. I think Kevin Spacey like was in his like maybe he was like mid twenties and the guy was like seventeen. Well, the, but he's still underage. Like that's. I know. There's a, re I know. There's a reason why it's called jailbait. 
you don't fuck around with underage people. And it doesn't matter if you're yeah. gay or not. Don't. I know exactly, but I'm saying it's not. Like I'm just beating up the women on these rape charges. I'm just saying that I want to prove to the not the feminist care anyway. I just want to prove to them that I'm not just beating up on women that do this shit. I'm beating up on the men, the men that wait that long. Because not right. only would I not wait that long if a gay guy just tried to force me to have sex, I would knock his teeth out. <laughs> right. All right. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. I agree. Not that I have anything. I'm a. Tra- I'm a. Like right. I said, all that stuff we well, are. That. I mean, but just because you're gay doesn't mean you're you're down for being raped. So exactly. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't mean yeah. that you're you're like the feminist stereotype about men that we, you just want to fuck everything breathing. Exactly. And plus, you don't know. Actually, Mr. Medicker did a video about the whole bug chaser thing in the gay community. You know, what I'm ta- have you seen that? No, not yet. God, there's there's like a group within the gay community that want to get AIDS. They want to basically get super AIDS, and then they want to rape people and spread their super AIDS around before they die. Well, I've heard that the whole thing about like why gay men die at such a higher rate is because their immune system gets all that gunk in their in their derriere, and then they don't do they don't clean that shit out, and it fucks them up. N- no, it's because of the AIDS. It's not because, you know, getting their shit pushed in by a dick. It's because they contracted AIDS. That's why they well, die oh, so young. No, but also, man, they have not found. They have not. I've heard, man. I used to believe like the main thing about AIDS, right? I used to be just totally believe like, yeah, you just a uh, game. You know, you have sex, you just get this is get the virus and you die, right? But I've seen an, a some doctors came out and were saying like they have not isolated. Like, you know, those micron episodes, they have not isolated the virus that caused AIDS. They cannot prove that this thing causes AIDS. Like, and they, and when oh a person. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay. For, okay. You need to. I'm not telling you to quit smoking altogether, but you got to let the pipe grow cold. HIV directly causes AIDS. This whole, like, flat earth, there's no proof. Like, come on. No, I'm not saying there's no. I'm not H- saying the Earth is flat. Now, why do you always got H- because HIV I, 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 HIV destroys your immune system. AIDS is basically once your immune system is destroyed, you have AIDS. Your but the know, viruses like, live it, in your cell. So it, like, oh, there's no there's no connection between it, that science hasn't proven. No, the whole, that, that's the like people's like science also hasn't proven a direct link between cigarettes and lung cancer. But common sense. Will tell you there's a direct link between cigarettes and lung cancer, but science hasn't proven it. I mean, come on, HIV and AIDS. I, I like I can't. This is the reason why I brought up the flat Earth is because it's so fucking retarded that in 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 our scientifically advanced world we're having discussions for things which are so obvious that the fact that we're even there's even a controversy is insane. But come on, it's not the same as the Earth being flat because that's just observable. But with with diseases and shit like that, they also they the the disease the uh, treatment for AIDS kills your ass quicker than just you know the supposedly the whole thing of just dying from the disease. And also they had it where they where they would just say Africans have the disease, so they could they needed funding from the UN or some what? shit. Okay, let me okay, here's here's my concern. Here's my concern because here, I know I know you're gonna go ape shit on me. Well, this. no, because it because it's so dumb. Like these. Whatever sources you have have a, a agenda to spread bullshit. For, like it's like the kind of shit where people are like uh, some. I'm hearing an echo. 
Testing. Who, who That's me. Going Go on? ahead. Sorry. Okay. Go on. I, push the talk on. Oh, it, well, okay. So it's like, th- like I remember back in the '90s, there was this whole thing about how the CIA created AIDS to kill black people, and Ronald Reagan created crack to kill black people, and there's all this, there's all these conspiracy theories about how the government, you know, and like 9/11 truthers, and oh, fire can't melt steel. It, it's just endless. It's endless fucking potatoes. It's like a sack of potatoes. Just well, come on, everywhere. Nine eleven, like, come on no. now. Nine eleven. You're talking about there's no link between HIV and AIDS in 2017. Yeah, after decades of like, this is not. This isn't the theory. It's not like the the jury's still out. We have decades of medical research. HIV causes AIDS. Ronald Reagan did not create crack to kill black people. Uh, the Earth is round. 9/11 was not an inside job. Yeah, it was. Ah, uh, oh. <laughs> how do I reach these keys? <laughs> you hate my ass. <laughs> uh, potato lives matter. They uh, find the passports, but they can't. The building, the building burns up, but just, they can't. They find I just, the passports. I want you. Promise me, you'll just let the pipe grow cold once in a while. Just <laughs> take, just take a few hours off. Get some sunshine. <laughs> let the pipe grow cold. Come, I'm come back. Right now. You can come back to it. You can come. You, you can come back to it. I'm just saying, let it let it grow cold. You Get can out see me there. when I'm high. <laughs> I thought about like a grassy knoll too. Oh my god. Oh my god. Like, oh my God! How did I reach these? You know the thing is, you know, and here's the thing: like, like they cry. The the best part about this TFM is like he actually makes JD look smart. Back to the whole thing about the Salem bitch trials. Like, right? Wait, wait. So I want to see. I want to see how potato you are. So, what is your what is your thoughts on the like the We Was Kings? Like, ancient Egypt had spaceships and. World history is actually black history, but white people stole it and whitewashed history and and told and made all the history books into white people. But black no, people actually created everything. That's not true. I believe that all the evidence to, uh, that I've seen points to that ancient Egypt did not have any type of advanced technology compared comparable to today. They just used um, basic tools to build the pyramids and then. Used you know a bunch of labor to build it, and they had no like spaceships and shit. No did, aliens. Did, just... did, wait, did you do you? But do you believe that white people were created by Yakub, that their his little albino army to take over the the melaninites or whatever? I don't even. I can't. No. No. Hold on. Hold on. Than that. Hold on. Oh. Oh, sorry. Still seeing as a question about Tom Likas. Um, I was going to be on a show, uh, but that was it was being op- it was being organized via uh, what was that that lawyer guy's name from Tom Likas? Adam Sachs. Adam Sachs. So Adam Sachs was organizing me going on his show, and I was on hold, ready to go on his show, and then I was canceled at the last minute because I review sex toys. Wow, that's crazy. He's- I'm like he's supposed to be like sexually liberated and shit. Like you know, you, you never know. But um, oh well, that that's the story. Adam Sachs actually. Admitted- oh my goodness! What a twist! 
What a twist. Yeah, did, sorry, did the audience call um, for it? Did the chat, did yeah, the the chat audience, speak? Yeah, the chat you? called for it. Well, you know the what You know what spoke. happened, guys? I'm going to be honest. Um, yeah. Uh, was that it was the, the thing. And I, I closed my eyes for well, a bit. He, you know, here's the thing. I've actually done podcasts with him before. Um... This is a whole new side. Like, <laughs> like we've done podcasts. I did a, a podcast with him well, he, he, back in he's the day. Admitted he's been smoking, so I don't know. Maybe yeah. What, what, so what did he say? I, I wasn't there. Guys. He was. He, he was said that about... his HIV doesn't cause AIDS. Yeah. Well, and, shit. and the reason why, and these ha these happen basically. It's like these. I suspect this is my, my hypothesis. Is he's getting a lot of his information from like these pro blacks. Because Those yeah, because because AIDS does affect the black community more than other communities, um, right? So everything's a conspiracy theory. Nothing's ever. It's not like it's like a oh, it's oh, it's all racism. It's all police brutality. It has nothing to do with the crime rate. So um, AIDS is affecting more black people than white people. So obviously it's a conspiracy. So <laughs> you know that they come up with these dumb things. Like I, that's why I use the example of real you know, Ronald Reagan created crack and. To kill and AIDS was created in a lab to kill black people. That's it's, it. JD, I'm sorry, but shut the fuck up. Uh, what is JD saying? Oh, look, cats whispering sweet nothing. I, what I is think he, that fucking people is hurtful. Go oh my god. You know what, JD? JD, JD the fuck you look smart, okay? JD, yeah, JD. Get, get over it. JD, please. Don't. I don't think she likes you, cat. Right. Well, <laughs> I know you're gonna lose sleep over it. But yeah, no. I mean, you know what I'm really mad at? Because we were supposed to have a double date, and <laughs> JD's JD's secret admirer got cold feet and pussed out. So I met. I was well, getting some I, mail order Viagra. I had. I had. I was like preparing. I was gonna like do. I was gonna make a. I was gonna do like a thing. Like I was gonna make like a really professional. Like make it like a dating show. And like me and that Celestina. I was gonna. I was gonna dress Celestina up in her nice like black gown. And I was gonna wear a suit. And we were gonna go out on the on the town. It was gonna be. It was gonna be amazing. It would have been an amazing show. And then her, fucking admirer, pushed the fuck out and ruined it. All we were trying to do was create love. Well, I mean, maybe Muslim girl and the guy, the guy from Nigeria, will hook up. So you know, we'll salvage yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, have... right. Ah. I was going to say something, but program. I, I was going to say something, but I didn't want to be that guy. But JD, uh, DJ, you know what I'm going to say. You know. I'm, yes, I do. Uh, Go on. Between the types of potatoes that are in the UK <laughs> as opposed to the US. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yo, you're right. You're you're absolutely. Well, listen, right. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear, I didn't hear that last guest. I'm sorry, guys, but I'm sure he's a nice fella. But he did kind of put me to sleep, so I didn't, I couldn't see what okay. was going on, and then I started getting messages, private messages saying flush <laughs> now. <laughs> private oh man. Otherwise, you're next. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's rough. I can neither confirm nor deny that one of those messages may have been from me. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard. Fuck. Anyway, I need, uh, I need something to do. I'm gonna get bored. Well, I think we just gotta get the questions and then we're done yeah, with the show. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're just done with the show. 
Ah. Right. Uh, question from Squad Recon. He says, um, Many MGTOW on YouTube are working on an initial coin offering for something called Red Pill Coin. Is If this ends up being a scam, where, where they take investors' money and run, will this damage online will, will this damage online MGTOW communities? I'm probably. Yes. Yeah, I mean, because if, if the Red Pill and MGTOW are associated with a scam, obviously that's going to damage the reputations. Um, these goddamn cryptocurrencies, man. It goes to show you how you how worthless these are. If any jackass, can, can we can, not can we not get into a you know okay. Stephen Molyneux monologue right. over the whole entire this, fucking this is the TFM truth show and about <laughs> cryptocurrencies. He, he's going to mute us by in, wrong in forty five minutes or less. Right. Uh, <laughs> So yes, like, but, yeah. Now the short answer is yes. It'll affect it. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. I am a little bit concerned that there are people online right now who are trying to get MGTOW to sell some shit. I don't know. It sounds like a like a multi-level marketing sort of bullshit. I'm not sure what it is. Be careful. Use your opposable thumbs. Don't be a potato. That is very important. Yeah. It is important to right. not be a potato. Question from just. Juntiv12, he says, uh, DDJ, as a paralegal in family court, have you worked for women or on women's cases? How would yes. you describe the difference between men and women going through divorce? Um, you know, here, here's the thing. So, like, non-feminist women get fucked over um, as much as, or I should say almost as often as men do. And if a woman is actually independent, like if she's not a victim and she's more of a survivor, she gets treated by the family court just as badly as men do. I, I'm, the one case I know, um, there was a woman who, she was a domestic violence victim, and she was like a legit domestic violence victim, had a police report and everything. Um, the guy had come to her house, he had busted in her door, uh, she was a self-employed business owner. He came to her place of business, slammed the door. She had to lock the door. He, she had audio footage and video footage from her phone. Uh, the police department came over, and like I said, they took reports both at the house and at the other place. She went to go get a DV order, and they wouldn't give it to her. Um, I'd never seen shit like that before. I've seen I've seen women get domestic violence orders against men for, like, nothing. Like, no... Uh, no police report, no evidence, no physical evidence, nothing. She had all of it, and they just refused. They just flat refused. So the the nearest I could tell is that she wasn't like the weeping, you know, poor me victim. And she like when she went to court, she had like fight in her eye rather than, um, you know, rather than trying to run around and trying to turn on the tears and shit. So because she didn't fit the mold of the weak woman, they didn't want nothing to do with her. Um. And, and I've seen this multiple times. So the other the other time I've seen it is when um, when CPS is involved, like CPS like wants to take the kid away from the mom because they want to put the kid in foster care. CPS will come in and they'll enter into the family law case and start talking shit, and then that'll fuck everything up. So <clears throat> I I in in the in the ten plus years that I did help people, the majority mm -hmm. of them were men, but. 
the majority of the women that we did help, pretty much it was that. Um, the, the couple times where I, I worked on women's cases where they didn't have DV, it was mostly just like a like a quick property settlement, and there was no real drama. It was just like two people getting divorced, and they just wanted to okay. keep everything to a minimum. Sweet. Interesting. Right. Um, next question is from... Lifting one two three four, he says, uh, for all, what are your thoughts on the push for men to stop ghosting women, and where do you think this will go? Also, keep up the good work, boys. Yeah, I just I just did a video. It I did a video today called it's for a segment of the TFM four twenty show called the Spooky Ghost, and it addresses that issue, like literally okay. direct directly. So I don't know what to tell you. Okay. That's, it's all there. Um, next question from uh, Disjunctive12. He, he says, uh, has your show channel gone the way you expected it to go uh, since a year ago? Where do you expect it to go next year? Um, I don't know. Like, I, you know, this has always just been a hobby. Um, after the apocalypse, I decided to change things up because I like, I did have two jobs and I quit one of my jobs last December. So it's been about a year. Um, so I was going to focus more on video creation, but I never thought I'd be making two videos a day. I kind of started doing that, uh, after the apocalypse because my revenue just completely took a shit. So I don't know, like my, my, my channel's growing. So as long as it keeps growing and as long as I'm getting good feedback, like if my channel just, if my channel was withering on the vine, obviously I would be uh, thinking about other things to do or I'd be, you know, I would be dedicating so much time to content, but you know, people generally like my stuff. I'm, I'm doing new stuff. Like I do the waifu workshops. Um, you know, I, I do the news videos. I do, I, I like the variety. So I'm, con I'm content. If anybody has any ideas for new stuff, I'm open. So you know, and I just published a book, so I'm I'm doing other stuff. I'm, I don't I don't I don't really have like a long term plan. I'm just kind of taking it day by day and doing what I enjoy. If it gets boring, I'll do something else. Okay. Um. And yes, for the chat, I've muted JD for ten minutes. Oh my goodness. She said ghosting. Is, I think ghosting is mean. Ghosting. Um, well, that's because she's. She is prejudiced against the undead. So that is there you go. very, that's very uh, livingist of you to be prejudiced anyway. against ghosts. Next question um, from Zealous, Zealous uh, Mathematician. Oh, wait, actually, says, uh, before, before you answer the question, we should do a raffle for a free copy of my book. Dude, I, we're going to do that closer to Christmas. Oh what! Oh, I want to sell some books. I mean, it's up to you. It's dude. a good. It's a good book. It's a good, it's a book. good book. No, yeah, I know. But but I mean, do, do you want it to do? Do you want to build the hype on the book, or do you want to just yeah? You know, just let's build some hype. The hype train. The hype, hype train. train. Hype train. Hype. Hype train. Hype train. A good book. I'm pretty. Right, I'm proud of What must book. be done? Yeah, free book. One sec. Right, let's go for the questions and then I'll do a raffle for the book, all right? All, all right. right. So, question from Zealous Mathematician. 
MRI, MRAs seem to be getting turned into feminist, into a feminist offshoot. Yeah. The question mark he puts at the end. Oh, is that the question? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Yeah. I. I don't know what the fuck. Here's the thing. I've noticed got, a lot co-opted. of a lot of MRAs have started coming to MGTOW. Like DDJ, you were former MRA. Plumber was a former right. MRA. A lot of a lot right. of people who were kind of big in the MRA scene have kind of drifted towards the MGTOW scene. And what's what's the remnants of the MRAs? Holy shit! Holy shit! My God! Like it is a fucking shit show. It's yeah. It is. It is becoming basically. It's it's feminism for men at this point, which is funny because that's what they accuse MGTOW of being. But the well, MRAs have become feminism for, but they've become like the worst, like like third wave feminism for men. It's like the worst kind of feminism for men. Ah, uh, and you know, and I'm, it's it, it's sad because here's the thing: like we had Ross Jeffries on the show, and you know. I thought, yeah, because I always thought, I originally thought the red pill was like a big tent. And you have these different kind of groups, but, you know, we all kind of, we were all kind of on the same team at the end of the day. But then when you actually, like, talk to the PUAs, you realize how kind of centric they are. Then you talk to these, these, these trad cons, these traditionalists, then they're fucking gynocentric as shit. And then you see the MRAs, and they've been completely co opted by women. And you're like, fuck. Um,. I guess it's just MGTOW now. <laughs> we we are the Highlander. We are the last stand. Well, you know, the thing about that is, too, is it's like, it seems like MGTOW are the only ones left with a solution. Everybody else is just lost. Yeah. I mean, I guess... I, mean, I know that sounds fanatical, but it's, it's, it's... Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. I think the MRA movement has become feminism for men, and the PUA movement is all but dead. Yeah, well, there's I think there's like a consolidation. The PUAs are kind of becoming trad cons, and the MRAs are kind of they're either becoming MGTOW if they're straight men, or they're becoming some weird feminist amalgamation of it's like social justice warrior shit. It's like it's really bad. Like I don't even know what the fuck. I can't. Like, I thought, I, I mean, I was just kind of laughing at them about the whole the Red Pill movie because they thought it was going to be like this big this big huge leap for men's rights and it just turned into Cassie J springboarding her career and no one gives a shit about men um, right right but, uh, but holy shit it's so much worse than i thought like i i don't even know but fuck i'm just i'm i'm not mad i'm just really i'm i'm disappointed and i'm i'm saddened so, so everyone, um, I've set off the raffle. Please type exclamation mark raffle in the raffle chat. Free book raffle. Free book. It's a yeah, good free book. book. Uh, free book. TFM, yeah. How many dolls on your How balls. many are going out? How, huh? how many are going? We're just going to do one book. Um, I mean, do, can you do multiple books with one raffle? Yeah, yeah. Should be able to. Um, well, if it doesn't work, then fuck. Oh, yeah. Okay. But yeah, we've got a lot of people. Um, okay, well, uh, we can do, raffle. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll let's bu- do raffle. Let's do two bucks. Two we'll, bucks. We'll, we'll do like the. Let's see. What day is it? What DDJ book? Sunday. Oh, we do oh like wait. The, two books of the um, thing. 
Yeah, the Sorry. doll on my balls. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. An adult Christmas story. I feel, I feel, mm -hmm. I feel like uh, uh, they're going to want DDJ's book with it. What? What do you, you say, DDJ? No, his book's actually... Uh, his book's like a $10 book. My book's like a $3 book. And my book's only 14 pages. His book oh, okay, is like... Cool. His book is like an actual book. It's like a, it's like a ten dollar book. Mine's a three dollar Kindle book. So a little. But you know, I like your book. I mean, you're you're selling yourself short on the book. Your book is actually really well written. I I did I worked hard on it. It's not the premise. It, you is can tell. I mean, you can <laughs> actually tell. Like the poetry is actually really good. I didn't say I didn't say well. I didn't say that. I didn't like it. I, I liked the book. Did you did you yeah, read it, Cat? No. Well, then how can you say you didn't like the book? How can you... Dude, I opened it up and I started... Oh, you were talking first. so much shit. Oh, Dude, my God. Okay, I opened the book and I read uh -huh. the first couple of sentences and I was like, right, no, I'm, I, I went back to work. Yeah. But I swear to God, I... <laughs> it's, no, it's I, I didn't actually, like, I'm not a big poetry guy, but I know about poetry. And so I thought it was like a decent book. I mean, and it was really well written. I, and again, I'm not a poetry guy, but I thought I mean, it was like a sweet little book. So you could troll feminists with it. It would be fantastic. Right. No, like it, it's written like a legit Christmas book. Like other than the, yeah. the the premise of the book, it's actually a legit Christmas book. It just happens to be about a sex doll that comes to life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's totally like the straight man humor. It's pretty funny. Right. That that's that's the kind of humor I like where it's just like it's like Monty Python where they play it right. straight but it's so absurd so if you Absolutely. like that kind of humor you're gonna you're gonna like the doll on my balls and the the, the title the title's amazing the doll on my balls like the elf on the shelf but for men okay all right right <clears throat> um I'm gonna do a couple more questions and then um because we got we've got quite a lot of people yeah. Okay. Um, trying to get their hands. Well, on. if you guys right. want, I mean, I'm, I'm. We could do a raffle for my books next week. I don't care. Okay. Right, we'll sorry. do. We'll do. Yeah, we'll do more books. Do some book giveaways anyway. for, for Christmas. There you go. Yeah. Merry right, Christmas, um, bitches. Guys, it, this is a really good question from Icarus Maximus. Question for everyone: Since 2017 is ending, what has ever, everyone learned slash grown in terms of MGTOW knowledge? Things are gotten. Things have gotten really bad. 2017 was not a good year, and then, um, now with the adpocalypse and the demonetization, it's you know there's, you know it's not just the world is getting more gynocentric. It's that it, you know the the ability for MGTOW to communicate is being attacked. So it's it's getting rough out there, and it's probably going to get worse next year. So you know, I, I think the thing that I learned is that. Yeah, I think the thing that I learned is that there's actually no hope at all for the MRA movement. And that MGTOW, when it comes to heterosexual men who actually are concerned about the situation, the gynocentric situation in Western society, MGTOW is the only game in town. And, you know... We, we don't live in, a, in, a, in an environment where we can affect change. And so we have to be able to, you know, have this self-preservation ideal and basically just walk away. So I think, you know, for me, that's the thing that I learned. The other thing that I think that 
and again, some people may disagree with me on this, but um, I think MGTOW is far bigger than what's represented online. As far as like, you know, how you see like, for instance, like MGTOW 101's got just over 100,000 subs, that kind of thing. You know, MGTOW channels traditionally don't have a lot of subs. I think that the actual, like the actual number of men who are going MGTOW who may not understand what that word means, I think is far higher than what's being represented online. Okay. Um, what I like to add to that is, um, I think there's uh, a lot of MGTOW content that's coming out that is, in 2017, that has been really, really great. that have changed my perspective on some things, specifically from um, Human, that we've had on the show many times. Um, I don't know, I wouldn't say, I, I would never say I was angry about the situation, but um, listening to his content, you know, I did get this feeling of, it's hard to explain, but, it, you know, I, I'm just more relaxed now. Um, I think, uh, for me, personally, I'm just not that bothered. When when I'm arguing with, you know, women or, you know, feminists, whatever, about situations, I just don't, I just got this feeling that I just think, you know what, it doesn't actually fucking matter. I'm going to do what I need to do, and I'm going to look after myself, and I'm going to be fine. You know, no, you know, no amount of shaming language is going to put me back in that box, if you know what I mean. Right. Yeah. Have, have you reached the Zen of zero fucks given? Ah, oh, I have. There you go. I really have. Yeah. I mean, obviously, partly due to you, and um, okay. but I, I would say human has definitely played a large part in that. Where you can't, it's just you like, can't I mean, resist that Australian voice of his. Just it's too smooth. Yeah, probably. Just rub one out. But, Is that what's going on? But, I mean, yeah. Well, you know, Razor Blade Candy said that, but um, you know. Oh, wait, but anyway, have, you, um, have you heard? Wait, wait, have you heard from Razor Blade Candy? No, I didn't know. That was oh. I'm talking about one of his videos. Oh, yeah, okay. But yeah, I mean, uh, I think Humans' video, um, uh, the expired lottery ticket, that was just like mind fucking blown for me. That was, was a great like, video. Wow. That was fantastic. That, that yeah. video, I really also like the one where he talked about um, how women are turned on by the thought of men dying for them. And because yeah. because human does all his original artwork himself, and he has this artwork of all these like dead bodies floating in the water. Yeah, the sharks and lemonade. Yeah, and it's um, like, damn. Video that okay, was that, that, that was yeah, that was a prelude to pretty that good. video to to the expired lottery ticket video. Yeah, no, he gets but, yeah. it. Humans, humans based. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Right, question from someone called Paul. He says, "For Cat, what percentage of TFN's material do you what do you uh, listen to or read?" Um, I I watch a lot of TFN's material. Um, I watch his. I don't really watch the 420 shows because I'm busy at work and um, you know that, that leaves me with very limited time. But obviously, I'm on. Um, did you the watch TFM the show, Did you sorry. watch the Downey video at least? Down was for it whatever. this week? It was from last. I haven't watched it. Okay, no, I haven't watched anything. Oh my gosh, um, you missed in these my last few weeks, dude. I, for like, I've been busy, video. man. I've been busy. Oh no, I hear you. Yeah. So I mean, my I, one thing I've noticed is that I've you know um, since I jumped on this show, I watch YouTube a lot less, unless I'm watching. Um, 
something specific that someone's highlighted in MGTOW. It's weird. You know, yeah. You, we, I think we all have less free time than we used to. Yeah, you, I was gonna say. I, I now that I'm like doing like more research and, and creating videos, there's a lot of stuff that I'm not doing anymore that I used to. Yeah. It's, it's like you, you know, you just look, you look. Yeah, I know. It's like you look at the you look at your time, and then you just you try and you know cut out the bullshit. Right. But anyway. Um... Question from Gorkus Powerhouse. This is uh, this is the last question, by the way. TFM, do you think homosexuality has a biological function, or is it some kind of genetic mistake in the development of the fetus that manifests as a mental illness? I don't care about the moral shit. Hold on. Okay. And, and feels. What? Hold on. And feels. Oh, oh I'm goodness. simply interested in. Ob- Objective truth. There are some species that can change sexes or some individuals of the species can be born with both or maybe homosexuality homosexuality can serve to attract those individuals together. But in humans, that doesn't really happen. All right. Can I answer the question now? Yes, you can. All right. Thank you. All right. So um, they've done brain scans on you know gay people and basically honestly it it really is uh it has a lot to do with when the when the the boys in the womb um if they don't get the proper amount of hormones like for whatever reason maybe the mother is taking drugs that might stifle whatever uh if you're effeminate if you lack testosterone you can be gay now it's not one for one like there are guys who are super effeminate but are who are also straight and there are guys who are like super masculine who like to take dick in the ass. But generally, you know, because they've done these brain scans to see like how the brain works. Like, and when you look at f- females and men, you can tell their brains apart just by, you know, how they think and w- how they react to certain stimuli. But when it comes to gay people, they tend to either be a blend of the two or they actually tend to favor like the opposite sex. So there actually is a basically a biological basis. It, it, it may just be like a hormone thing. I don't know. Like, but I think it might just be you know because masculinity and femininity is kind of a spectrum. So if you're really effeminate, you have a really high risk of liking guys. And if you're really masculine and you're a woman, you have a high risk of being into chicks. So I think it's just that. Now, yeah, you know, there's, there's there's an environmental factor too. But I think it's probably 75% genetic, only 25% environmental. That's just my, okay. my, my layman's opinion. Someone says something in chat. MGTOW Monger says, imagine JD was your supervisor at work, guys. You know, I, I, uh, I felt the triggering. Yeah, no, I would. <laughs> I was, I'd probably, no. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no but anyway, I, um... Oh, right, so that's our guys. Show? Okay, guys, guys. Um, that that was the last question. I'm gonna close the raffle. Okay, and right. I'm gonna pull a winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. No, there's not. Okay, someone's right. asking, are there more than two genders? Um, I, I I answered this in the whole Schrodinger's cat and gay traps video. The definition of gender 
has basically become meaningless. It's gone from a, a, a synonym for biological sex to a measure of masculinity and femininity. And masculinity and femininity is a spectrum. You have effeminate men. You have masculine women. You know, there's there's a range. That doesn't mean every every point between A and B is its own gender. So I, the whole, like, multiple genders thing's retarded. But we have to appreciate that masculinity and femininity isn't, like... Not, not every boy who's born is a Chad. You know, some fucking gym bro. And not every woman who's born is, like, super effeminate. So, I mean, it's common sense. Okay, sorry. I was just answering a question. Bonus question. Sorry. I was just meeting the again. Right, okay. um, guys, let's give these guys 30 seconds. So, guys, okay. please type exclamation mark raffle to enter into the raffle to win TFM's new book. Say the title. The Doll on My Balls. There I like go. how you said it so painfully. Like you have blue yeah. balls over it. It's like I don't want to <laughs> say was, it. Fuck, I, you know what? You know what? I said what I said, and I was I was, was going to be like, I'm going to just I'm going to not say the title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you just said that, and I just thought, fuck it. Well, because uh, here's the thing: the reason why we fuck with you is because you're so you're too British. Your your right. British properness, and you're like always like squeamed out about stuff. That's why we fuck with you. Just so you know. Yeah. And when you do get triggered, it makes it funny. It makes it hilarious. And I'm totally going to make a parody of the Green Eggs and Ham about sweet Perfect. corn and you. There's going to be like there's going to be a cat and a monkey and there's going to be sweet love. corn. And I'm going I'm actually I'm probably going to either... be a cat and a monkey and sweet corn. Right. Right. And it's going to it's going to be a parody of Green Eggs and Ham where I'm going to try to convince you to fuck a chicken in the ass with sweet corn. And, <laughs> but it's 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 going to be written it's going to be written in verse. Just like Perfect. the Dr. Seuss books. I may have right. to actually get in. I would sooner a, take may... a deep breath, step back, and fuck my own face, mate. There you go. <laughs> but would you fuck her in the box? Would you fuck her on a fox? Would right. you dip oh. your cock in there? Would you <laughs> anyway. dip it on a chair? Would you dip it everywhere? Right. Would God. you come inside Guys, her hair? Stop, stop it. <laughs> This is what I have to deal with, chat. I have to deal with this. I'm, I'm, always, I'm a serious guy of all of this. Like, I know that you're a serious anyway. guy. But anyway. would you fuck her on a French fry? Oh my god! Fuck it off, dude. Are you gonna? How about it on a brown road at night? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be quiet for. I'm gonna give. Listen, chat. You got an extra thirty seconds to jump into the raffle! Exclamation mark raffle! I'm gonna shut the fuck up. I'm gonna let these guys get out of their system, and then we're gonna, we're gonna go from there. There you go. Uh... Exclamation mark raffle, guys! I'm only talking to you. I'm not talking to these guys anymore. I'm not talking to these guys anymore. No I know you don't like sweet corn and anal. You find it annoying right. and quite painful. But I tell you, you should try it once. You might like it. Something that rhymes with once. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't flow off the tongue. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm tired. Right. The poetry. I'm not. I'm not Eminem. I can't just rhyme words, like, like I don't even. Oh care. my God, his freestyle against Trump was horrible. It was like he was retarded. He's. 
you know, I it think was the he, worst freestyle of any rapper I've ever I, heard. I, I think, I think he's getting on. I think he's basically yeah. past. Right. He's, he's past right. his prime. He's he's ready to hang it up. Right. He wanted to go out right. in a blaze of glory, and it was really sad. He just forgot his helmet. That's the only thing he needed. <laughs> he needs a football helmet and a drool bib. It would have been perfect. Right, right. Go for it, Eminem. Here you go. Wheel him out. Okay. Right. Is Drawtist there? Drawtist. Drawtist. You better talk up in the chat, dude. Drawtist, you Draw-tist. you are a winner. You are a winner. You have winner won a free copy. Dinner. Of my 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 book, I'm a published author on Amazon. He's there. I see him. Congratulations, right. draw draw Drawtis, do you want to send me a private message, please? In the, the in icons. The, oh my god! I knew you was gonna fucking stop with that shit. <laughs> send me a private message in Twitch or Discord, whichever you prefer, and I can get the book to you. There you go. But you see, you got to send that private message, dude. Otherwise, I'm going to take your book and I'm going to wrap it off to someone else. Okay. Try to do... Now, you said we could do multiple ones. Like, can you do two Yeah, I'm going to do the next one. Okay. I'm going to do the next one now. And we've never just done got, that before. I just want to make sure that this guy... Yeah, no worries. I just want to make sure that this guy messages me. He's Green message Dicks me. and Ass is totally the title. No, Sweet Corn... Damn it! See, I think... I like Green Dicks and Ass. How about... How about... How about Green... How about Green Corn and Ass? No, I think because it is like Doctor Seuss, and you have green corn, corn. sweet corn and ass. I think sweet corn and ass. Sweet corn and ass. That works. Sweet corn and ass. Right. But it's gonna, yeah, sweet corn and ass. Mm Mm-hmm. That's that works. And you can like start out with like I don't know. My name is Cat, and I'll have none of that. Yeah, that's gonna be his (laughs) his his phrase. Right. Right. I do not like anal. It's gross. I don't want right. to poop on my cat dick. Right. I also have to figure out a way to like uh, make it rhyme. I'll, I'll, I'll do it though. It's, it's going to be fun. You know, it's like I'm, I'm actually annoying these guys right now. Right. I now, see that. The hardest, the hardest part is I'm either going to have to do the artwork myself, which is going to be hard. I mean, I, I probably could do it, but... Actually, I'll... you probably talk to Taz the MGTOW. Taz the MGTOW, if he's in the channel, he's actually really good at art. He, he hooked up some art for me. Okay. Right. Well, I so, need someone who can draw. about loud. You are the next winner. Please message Round, me. Roundabout Lout, congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, I need someone who can draw in the art style of a Dr. Seuss book. So I need I need a, an art style, and they need to be able to draw cats and monkeys in the Dr. Seuss style. That would be fantastic. That would, that would be fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And then I can combine them. I can have the two books. I have the doll on my balls because I need 24 pages to publish a, there you go. a physical book. Right. So I, I would combine the doll on my balls and sweet corn and ass into one kind of c- compilation. It's going to be like where the sidewalk ends, except about go. sex dolls and butt sex. I like it. <laughs> we can call it like Dr. Chimps. Dr. Dr. Chimps, Chimps butt sex and sex right. dolls. Right. Or butt, or butt sex dolls. Butt sex dolls. There you go. There you go. Just, you know, might, might as well. Two good things that go good together, like peanut butter and jelly. Hey. Right. Right, guys, I think I'm talking, to these, I'm talking to these guys now. Um, okay. I'm going to get their email and I'll, I'll ping them over the book. 
Okay. Sounds good. So we're going to close the show down, or what are we doing? Yeah, we good. We are good. All right. All Thank right. you, everybody, for showing up. Yeah, yeah good times. Yeah, we're going to run our ads for our sponsors. Please support The Dollhouse, our sponsor, distributor of Lifelike Love Dolls, also Anchors Away Vapor. If you vape, they have vape liquid, which is extremely affordable from what I hear. I don't personally vape, but their stuff is good, and it's cheap, and they're a sponsor of the show. So if you're in the market for some vape liquid, scroll down, click the button, uh, TFM10, you'll save 10% at checkout. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna play the ads, and then we'll play the credits, and then we'll we'll go. So enjoy the rest of your day, everyone, and uh, take care. I'm Celestina, Instagram model and sex doll correspondent for TFM News, here to tell you about The Dollhouse. The Dollhouse is an official distributor of high-quality lifelike love dolls like me. You may have seen pictures or articles on the internet designed to make dolls look unappealing and creepy. Do you think I look creepy? Don't you think I look real? You don't have to deal with meatbag women anymore. You don't have to kiss the ass of women who use and abuse you anymore. You can have the girl of your dreams in your arms, and she'll always be there for you. You can even buy me. Or, you can pick among the dozens of pre-selected dolls or hundreds of customizable combinations at the dollhouse. You don't have to choose between risking your freedom and denying your biological need for love and sex. You can have the best of both worlds. Click on the link in the description of this video, and get started today.